this is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Saturday, that's what time it is, or that's what day it is, a little after 9 o'clock, you're listening to Raz Radio Live, we're going to be coming to you uh, here at RazRadioLive.com from this point forward, that's where you'll find us, coming straight from FEMA Region 4, at least a lot of us, got some people coming from other areas also, but uh, hey, that's always good to bring a company along with us. Well, we're, uh, we're in December now. December 6th, holiday seasons are coming along here very slowly, Uh, before we know it, it's going to be Christmas, and uh, you know, I've been thinking a lot about different things, and and I'll I'll bring on the other other guests here, or the other co-hosts here in a minute, but uh, I wanted to to talk about what I've been thinking about, and kind of set the stage of where my brain's going to be tonight, guys, Um, excuse me. Are we any better today with the technology and the way we do things than we were years ago? And and this goes to a discussion I heard on Bubba's show today, and I, I've been thinking this for a long time, or this week. I've been thinking about this for a long time, and, and our technology has taken some of the finer things that we appreciate in life away from us. Uh, we no longer have those those creature comforts. We no longer have um, those special things that the, the the gathering around the gathering around the TV to watch that that special program that was only on at that special time. Um, we don't have that. They, they, I mean, kids watch Christmas specials year-round sometimes you know it, it all depends on the on the environment and what they're doing <clears throat> so um i don't know i've been thinking a lot about things like that recently uh i've got a lot of great articles pulled up here we got frank castle from heist click he'll be joining us uh in a few here i'll be connecting with him and uh we'll be doing our thing with him pretty soon <clears throat> and uh, i'm very excited to see how how he feels about what I was saying. Uh-oh, I see a four loco. Of course, on the other side here, we have uh, our buddy Four Toad. You there, bud? Oh, yeah. Oh, back down a little bit for me, could you? I'm having some... Uh, I had to go back to the old mixer, so I, I haven't gotten everything dialed in properly yet, and it's kind of driving me a little nuts, because I'm having issues getting everything dialed in the way I need it. So talk to me again. Let me hear you. Uh, how, do you how do I sound now? There you go. That's better. I could. I dialed it down. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I understand you went out with some friends. <clears throat> yeah, a friend of mine took me out to dinner, and uh, 
I started drinking. <laughs> oh, boy. That should make for a fun Dave this evening. Yeah, I try not to drink or get high when I'm on the show because uh, you never know what happens with me. But uh, I'm going to try to be calm. Try, try to be calm? <clears throat> I'm going to try to be calm. Thank God Brad Bog. Brad is not going to be on tonight, so I could, be, I could probably hold myself back. <laughs> and, of course, Lexi's sitting here with me, my beautiful, lovely wife. How you doing, Howdy. babe? I'm doing awesome. Is she coming through okay to you, Dave, on your end? Yeah, sounds okay. Okay, good. Just want to make sure. Uh, so, uh, what do you think about my little intro there, or my little thoughts? Uh, well, <clears throat> I've actually been thinking a lot about technology lately, and most of us seem to be afraid of the advancements, and you know, drones and surveillance, and uh, you know, since I was an IT guy for the last twelve years, um, I, I can I can understand where the fear comes from, but to be honest with you, you almost have to embrace it. You know, um, but on the other side of the coin, you actually have to curtail it as well. You can't let stupid things happen to you. You can't let your phone track every place that you go uh, unknowingly. You've got to know what's going on. If I don't want to be tracked, I could not, I could actually, you know, take the proper precautions to not be tracked. So why should I fear? Well, to a degree, you can take them if you choose not to embrace the technology then. Well, no, you can embrace the technology and you can take your phone with you, but shut it off. You know, if you don't feel like being, if you think you're being tracked, take the battery out. It's as simple as that. Do, do you really yeah. think that that really stops the uh, tracking? Yes, I do. You do? I do. And, and because I have, you know, I, I, this is an area where I have uh, experience in. Mm-hmm. Okay. This cannot track you if there's no power to them. Uh, well, it is believed that there are additional, uh, you know, you have all these these things and these things that we don't know what they are, all these different transistors and, and, and circuits. How do we know one of them is not powering just that one source to be able to track still? Okay. All right. So if you take the battery out, maybe there's a second, there's, there's a small little battery in your phone that could, that could make the GPS tracker go, tracker go live. Then leave the effing phone home. Okay, so you you can't embrace the technology then is the point. No, you can embrace the technology. You can have it, but if there's something that you want to do where you don't want to be tracked, you alleviate yourself of of the burden of the burden, you know? the burden of the technology. Right. You, you know what's going on? Congress is now actually uh, toying around that every car from this point forward is going to have a black box in it. Yep. Right, and that annoys the shit out of me uh, if I were to buy a new car. But guess what? I have a '97. Suburban, right? So it I don't doesn't have to worry you. about a black box, right? Exactly, it doesn't really affect you. And I have, uh, you know, a '98. Mine might have a, a, a an antiquated one that that'll register uh, just at the time of impact, uh, not what they're talking about now. And we don't know. Of course, they're going to say, "Oh, you know, th- th- it's just going it, to." It's only recording that that speed loop of you know, it only records ten seconds at a time, or whatever it be, and it constantly is re-recording ten seconds or thirty seconds or whatever it be. Um, they're always going to argue that, but we don't know what's in them. It's like, you know, there's stories that, that these cable boxes we have could have audio listening devices in them or even video. You know, Verizon actually just this week uh, is trying to go for the patent. Uh, shut your goddamn sound off on your chat box. Oh, shit. Do I have my chat box sound on? 
<laughs> yeah, if you guys want to join us uh, in the chat box, I had to refresh thanks, it. That's thanks, why. guest twenty nine. <laughs> if you want to join us in the tra- chat box, you can go to uh, razradiolive.com. Uh, there's a t- there's a tab on there, or you can just go straight to razradiolive.com forward slash chat. That'll get you there also. Um, so if you want to join us in our little uh, discussion room in the background, I'm not real good at monitor monitoring it, but Dave's good at it, Lexi's good at it, so they'll they'll converse with you a lot there. Um, right, we're gonna have so we're gonna have some technical issues as we go along, and since it annoys the shit out of me, I will solve those problems as <laughs> time goes on. Well, I want to thank Salty; he got that uh, that finally up on the tab there on the page. Mm-hmm. So uh, I definitely want to thank him for. Uh... No, that's not me. That's got to be you. See, you're yelling at me over here, and it's you. No, I'm yelling at guest 29. <laughs> well, he wants to talk with us. So, you know, don't yell at him. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Oh, did you see what it says here? You got it, a-hole. <laughs> Too funny. Uh, anywho, um, honey, what's your thought on technology and tracking? No, I wasn't done with my thought. Oh, we- Sorry, Lexi, I, I still got to go. Verizon actually just came, was trying to patent, uh, I think it's Verizon, that's trying to patent um, their cable box to allow you allow them to record the ambient sound in, in your uh, room where, where their box is. And that's so that they could target uh, advertisements while you're talking. And that scares the crap out of me. Well, right? But there are ways to get around that. Such as don't buy you know, Verizon. Not, get, not getting Verizon, you know, uh, or whatever the company is, not getting their internet service. Um, if you know, you, you can embrace the technology, but but cater to it. You know, like when whatever happens with whenever there's a new technology that that that, that comes out that tracks you. There's there are a band of people that get together that create an open source program that will disable that. So you have to have faith in in the community that will block everything. Well, yeah, you have to have faith that they will. Um, the problem is though is if you look and and I try to explain this to people all the time. If you take your computer right now, right, and you travel from the Tampa region and you go to let's say Miami. When you plug your computer in, first off, every ad you're going to see on any Google site is going to have local ads related to the area you're in. Now, I've been noticing uh, any ads I'm getting on sidebars on websites I go to are all uh, all the ads for like Amazon and stuff are showing me uh, headphone amplifiers multiple headphone amplifiers it's showing me right. something that you've googled in, in within the last couple of days right happens to me all the time that's that's targeted ads right which is tracking <laughs> which, which is another no, form of tracking hold on that there's that's another form of tracking and, and then you add in the fact that we know that the cameras can be remotely operated um there's no proof to that there is proof. What do you mean? There's no proof to it. It's only supposition. There was always there was over thirty two thousand photos taken of school children. That's a school in Pennsylvania that they had that that was proven. So they have the ability to do it. No, no, they had the ability to do that. I have a camera here. You have a camera at your house. Right. There's no there's no software on there that allows it to be able to remote oper- uh, remotely. Okay, mm-hmm. our cameras. Do not, my camera has a nice bright white light. When it turns on, mm-hmm. that white light goes on. Now I understand that that there's the ability to maybe to do it covertly. And and how do you how do you go around that? 
you, you don't. Turn the camera around, put a piece of tape over it, unplug it. Well, the right? point I'm making here is we're talking about advertising right now. They also use the microphones in our cameras in our house on these computers to target ads also. If they hear a baby cry, you're going to see baby ads. If you hear Not a dog yet. barking. They have the patents for it. It doesn't mean they, they're using the technology yet. That and you know of or that I know of. Well, well, this is true. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. I'm shutting my fucking <laughs> No, go ahead. Shut. Keep continuing. Well, let's, get, let's bring Lexi in on this. I want to hear her opinion. She's over here smiling like a... Like a crazy woman, so I'm sure she's got a good opinion on, on our ramblings. No, it's Turn funny. It, it's it's funny you guys brought this up because Sean has been talking a lot about this lately. And at home, it's easy enough to get advertisements that you're used to seeing about things that you've talked about. But I decided at work because all I really go on at work is work-related websites or government websites. But I've noticed that the little advertisements on all the pages that I land on are like <laughs> indoor gardening and <clears throat> just uh, random things like that. I remember when my I had to bring my son to work one day and he was ill um, and my co-worker and I were talking about, she was like, well, what kind of medication are you giving him? Blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden I had the Highlands medication advertisements popping up and that went on for several days, and I'm just thinking, I didn't even type this in. This, These were things we talked about in the office, and all of a sudden, they're coming up on the side of my screen. So, I definitely think that there's something to do with ambient noises that they're picking up on in order to uh, target specific people for uh, specific advertisements. It's crazy, um, but I've definitely been aware of it mostly at work because... I, I really try hard to not even type in anything I'm thinking about or looking into, and it just all of a sudden just pops up, and it's it's kind of neat and interesting. I think people, if you become aware neat, of it, you'll see it. Neat and interesting, honey? Really? Neat and interesting. It, that, that should be kind of scary that that's happening like that, if you think about it. Why do you have to be afraid? <laughs> I'm not cutting you down. I mean, I'm, I'm just saying, though. It's, it, no, no, and, I, and I'm, not saying, I'm not saying, you know, you know, uh, uh, oh, Jesus Christ! I can't stand the fact that I can't think when I'm drunk. Um, <laughs> you don't have to bow down to the technology. And you were just talking if, about how you aren't going to do that anymore. Well, yeah, I did, but I'm, you know, Brad's not on, and I, I had an invite to go out, and one thing led to another. Anyway, <laughs> all right. So if she's at work and uh, she's starting to, you know, she's she's just conversating, which I can't, that's not even a real word and I can't stand saying it. Conversing. She's having a conversation and, and she realizes that, you know, the things that she's talking about ends up on our computer and there's a microphone somewhere, then what do you do? Unplug the microphone. There's a way around everything, okay? You, you, it's a simple way around everything. You hope there's a way around everything, but the problem if is... If I want to unplug, Sean, if I want to disappear, you'll never find me. Well, that's true. If you unplug completely, it's not even that difficult. Yeah, I know it. It, it isn't that difficult if you want to move the Honduras. Yeah, I agree. Hold on a second. See this? You, you, you've seen this before. You right here, right? This is my Obama phone. Right. Yes, the lovely Obama phone. There's no GPS on this thing <laughs> that you know of. Don't come on. You really don't think there's? They, in '96, Clinton. This thing doesn't even take a picture. <laughs> okay. This is this is like 1991, 98. 
technology right here. Right. They can't track shit with this phone. Yeah, you, and if I wanted to, I could just throw it in the water. You can. You know? Well, yeah, you could do that. That would definitely they do. Can't, they can't come in. And actually, it. all you really need to do is just stick it in a in a in a um, mylar bag or or mylar balloon or something. You know, I mean, that right, really blocks exactly, it. Exactly. If, if I want to, I could put a I could put a tinfoil hat on it and. It's funny because, you know, for the last 20 years, we were talking about people, you know, you got a tinfoil hat. But oddly enough, that's the way that you, that you block shit. Here, I have right on my, one of the tabs here is how do you protect yourself against an EMP? And guess what? It, guess what one of the things are? Tinfoil. Tinfoil. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's a couple different things, and let's talk about that in a little bit later um, because I, I know there's multiple different things you can do to ensure, um, you know, and you have to know it's coming, obviously. But, uh, you know, if you store vehicles um, or have a vehicle that you have stored, I believe you have to, like, disconnect the batteries. And, and, and there's a bunch of different things that you could do to possibly save um, from losing that vehicle, the older vehicles at least, from what I understand. Uh, it's the newer vehicles that are more prone to it. I could fire up a, a 69 Camaro with a, a point system and a, and a coil, and, a, and, and, and that's it. I could fire it up all day long. I could take an old tractor, a, an old diesel tractor, and fire it up without a problem. Yeah, as long as you don't have ele- electronic fuel injection of any kind or any kind of computer, computer brains or anything in it. Right, exactly. Once you throw that and in there. It, doesn't ha- it, it could be not running. Okay, if you, ha- right. if you, if you, if you disconnect the, the, uh, the cables to the battery, you're cool. Uh, for any any of the newer technology and the old technology, you could have it connected and it's not going to harm you. So this this EMP scare is is sort of bullshit, you know. Well, and it's because, a scare, and that's exactly what it is. I mean, I, all this stuff, you know, uh, uh, the the end of the world come in the whole what is it the twenty first? I guess is when when it's. I don't think I even brought anything up to talk about that. But we had that big it's meteor. It's irrelevant, man. It's irrelevant. It is. It's, it's a, a distraction. From, from you know, a couple of hundred decades, uh, not decades, millennia ago. Right. It's just a big distraction to keep everybody off on, on pace or off on track. Um, you know, and it's it's just the way it is. Um, it's anything, and, right? And if the dumb... Wait, I've learned off the last couple of months is that maybe there's going to be a polar shift in, in, in magnetic field because that's happened. Where the North Pole is the North Pole and the South Pole is the South Pole magnetically, and that actually flips. Right, and I know I've heard that Ledge talk screw, about that. That will screw a lot of stuff up. Right, yeah, I know I've heard Ledge talk about that. Well, that'll change environments completely, and people are, are, who are used to one um, environment are going to be living in a total different one now. It's You know, like us in Florida, we might be living in, you know, Alaska or something if that was to happen. Um, well, I know that's dramatic of a change, but you get my here's point. Here's the thing. Possibly, maybe at the last magnetic shift, it cut out all uh, reception to, uh, I hate to say higher level of consciousness, but maybe there was a way that, you know, when when the pyramids are built, we were able to, I don't know, have some sort of communication between everybody else. Imagine come, you know, Christmas, we all can now kind of think to each other and not not even think like, uh, I want you to do something. Maybe it is in the in in the last <clears throat> the last really good. Wow, Star day, Wars day with some four locos, pretty fun. Really, <laughs> <laughs> you should see me when I'm high. Um, but you know, remember when uh, Luke Skywalker was hanging off that little antenna on Sky City and right? He's like, like Leia, yeah, uh, Leia. 
Right, right. They, uh, and she was like, turn the fucking ship around. I don't know where he's at. <laughs> I don't think that's what she said, but that's, you know, I get your description. Yeah, well, that's the <laughs> version. Um, so maybe, could you imagine if we had that? You know, we don't have to talk via microphones and, you know, internet. We can actually kind of do it cerebrally. Have you been watching Dave Ike? I have not. <laughs> Despite the fact that I've had plenty of uh, people tell me, watch this, watch this, five hours of this, seven hours of this. I just don't have the, I, I, I. You can't fit I, it I in. I, re- I almost reject it because I don't think I even want to learn it because I think that will change everything that I've ever learned for the last 44 years. Well, the thing with David Icke is a lot of his, he, he speaks in a lot of hyperbole and, and, um, Comparison and Let me ask you a question. What? Can you spell hyperbole? Can you say it? Hyperbole. 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 Can you spell hyperbole? Uh, probably not. I'm not. That's why I do radio because I can't really spell very well. Hyperbole. I'm gonna be. We're we're gonna have Frank Castle join us here in a minute. I'm, I'm, we're gonna be calling him. Uh, I'm gonna. Is it gay for me to say I really really like Frank Castle? Uh, no, it's not gay for you to say that. All right, good. I don't know if he's ready yet, though. I'm just sending him a message here. What do you like about him, Dave? Yeah. I like the beard. (laughs) (laughs) You like the beard. I like the attitude. Yeah. Yeah, that's one thing I like. You know, know, he's from the Bronx. I'm from Brooklyn. Um, We kind of – I get him, and I would think he gets me because uh, we kind of grew up in the same kind of bullshit. He he lies about his age. I think we're kind of close in age, so I understand what we grew up with. You understand what you grew up with? There was a lot of bullshit growing up, you know? There was a lot of stress. There was a lot of pressure. There was a lot of people that wanted to take stuff from us. And you had to be hard in order to survive, you know? Hold on, yeah. Uh, Honey, talk with Dave for a second. I'm having an issue here. What, what's your issue? I don't know. It won't oh. let me multiple call him. Hi, Lexi. Hi. So we were talking about the nice things about Frank Castle. And his girl, Agent six, and Agent 99, right? She's Agent really, 66. No, 66. You're flipping them up there. 66? You flipped yeah. them upside down. Yeah, well, I, I, I watched a different Get Smart than he did. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh... What's going on? What what's going on? I'm working on, on it. I, I'm having an issue getting them on here. I don't know what the we're, we're we're sharing the Skype, and I don't know if they disconnected up there or not. And if they didn't, I'm wondering if it's giving me an issue doing a group call. So I just asked him to As call us. There's always yeah. some kind of technical issue going on. Yeah, that's going to end soon. I know you're working on it. <laughs> no, I'm going to make you. We're going to talk. Via that VoIP thing that I want to do, and you're going to be able to handle the Skype by yourself. Well, that would be nice because this is a pain in the butt here. I don't know why it's giving me this issue that it's I saying see the, red, the red. Yeah, it's saying it's saying you need Skype Premium, which I have, so I don't know what's going on here. Anyway, I asked him to call us, so hopefully uh, we won't have any problems and we'll be able to get him in with us. And uh, all right, I'm uh, right here. I oh. don't know if you guys can hear me. Oh, there you are. Hey, Frank, what's okay. going on, brother? Hey baby, what's happening? <laughs> not much, man. It's not, oh, I know what it is. You don't, you don't have premium, so I don't think it'll let us see your video. I think that's what. Yeah, it is. I'm on an iPad, also. Ah, okay, that explains a lot. Then, gotcha, gotcha. So, how you doing, brother? 
I'm hanging in there. I'm uh, enjoying the Christmas uh, season. Got my tree tonight. Put the lights on it, and 66 and I are just having a good old time. No, sweet. Glad to hear that. Glad to hear that. Well, we did that this week ourselves with the kid and decorating, and uh, uh, it's a lot of fun. We're getting ready to move, so we didn't quite do as much as we normally would because uh, we're going to be moving like right after the holidays, as soon as tax money comes in. <laughs> and uh, I hear you there. Yeah, man. You know, looking forward to that. Uh, we actually might get a actual studio type setup where we're going. We're hoping so. Um, we have you on tonight. We got a new uh, single you got out, and I think you got a lot of things. I don't know what you wanna, where you wanna go with it. So I'm gonna hand the floor to you here, and uh, let's well, go from right, there. Right before I jumped on, first of all, thank you so much for having me on the show tonight. Uh, I appreciate you guys uh, so much for that, and. Um, Big shout-outs to Music Before Money Records, which is my record label. It's also um, part owner in pushing the song. I didn't know if we were going to have the rock electronic division open or if I was going to have to run solo on this. But apparently, we are open for business and ready to rock and roll. Shout-outs to Mr. Burns and the boss and to uh, Agent 66. Excellent. I heard uh, right before I joined in some cool things being said. And then right before that, about having it hard growing up, and I just want to say, I'm going to start it like this. Um, I'm from the Bronx, uh, just recently moved up to Westchester, New York. And you had to take it if you wanted it down there or at times defended it because it was coming, whether you liked it or not. So let me just say how that translates to hip hop music. Also, it is like that. It is commercially like that. It is pushed on people that is like that. And um if you want something, you're going to have to take it these days as the independent artist. And you're going to meet with resistance along the way. You're going to meet people that want to fight you. You're going to go nose to nose. You're never going to work in this business again. Oh, you're a rapper or are you a fucking rocker? What is wrong with you? <laughs> what do you want to be? What do you want to do when you grow up? And the answer is, I want to rock, isn't it? Right? But I'm not saying that I'm translating over to rock. I'm just making music. Right. So I'm going out there and I'm going to take it. It is definitely the time to make this happen. And everyone else is releasing solo projects across the board. And I've been nothing more than helpful to everyone in their projects. And I control all the heist, uh, heist click projects. So to me, that's like doing my album. But naturally, there's always 50 people on the album. Right. So I'm just want to say for all those who was like, wow, oh, where's your solo song? Where's this? Where's that? It's right there. Have fun with it, haters, because I'm not even paying attention anymore. I'm on the soul train, and I am riding headfirst into the light, and that's how we're going to roll with this. And I got a ton of songs that are going to follow up this track. Hip-hop, rock, electronic, everything that you could think of with hip-hop artists and rock artists. I'm going to be doing a ton of new music across the board. And naturally, shout-outs to me and Mr. Burns. We're getting the Heist Click Conspiracy uh, six song EP done also so for everybody who thought I just went rock on everyone I uh, I just it's just a solo project it's something coming from the heart and uh, I thought it was good enough for the world to hear well, so I, as you said to me before Frank uh, you don't like to be classified as as a rapper because you're you're uh, first of all you're more old school rap on the albums that you do do like a rap um, and but the rest of your music doesn't as far as I'm concerned, doesn't really come across right? to me it as rap. It doesn't fit the, the, oh my God, is that hip-hop? Yeah, it's hip-hop. Are they MCs? Absolutely. Can they freestyle? Yes, they can. 
The only thing we don't do is battle MC because we don't want to because that just starts even more fights. Right. I don't need to get my credibility anymore. I've been doing this 16 years. I have credibility. It was me taking the extra large step. It was 66 convincing me of who I was instead of me waiting around to get things done constantly. Don't forget, Frank, you're still Frank Castle. Right. You got you to gotta get the job done. It's you. Yeah, you got to step up and do it. And, you know, I, I kind of had that experience myself recently, you know, and, and I had to step up and do it. And I'm happy Guys, with it. We the... all leveled up. Yep. That's what it came down to. We all leveled up at the same time. Yeah, it's kind of crazy how it went down. And, and, you know, it's you go through the hard part of the initial phase of it, and then it kind of sounds like things might have calmed down on your end. And, and uh, you know, that's what happens. And, and sometimes you... You either uh, decide to to do your own thing and, and move away, or you 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 make up with each other and continue to do your thing. So whatever way it goes, um, you know, I'm hoping that it, it works out for for all parties involved, all the way around. Absolutely. You know, well, I'm proud of you. I think you're doing great. I'm being, I I could have swore we did the best radio show one night together. <laughs> yeah, we right? did, man. Yeah, that was a great night. That was the. Uh, uh, Dave was on with us that night. That was a couple weeks Everyone ago. Everyone was on with us. <laughs> that was, was the best ever. Four Adams and two other. There was, there was Jordan Page, Tatiana. The 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 the, the graining people in the freedom movement were all on that show that night, and it was the best show ever. As far that as was like, if you weren't cool, you weren't there that night. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Uh, let's uh, let's do a, a quick thing here let's play your song I, I don't i've never done this uh you know right in the middle but let's let's pop in your song because uh our listeners I, i'm sure a lot of them have heard it on the other shows it's been premiered on um but it, maybe some of them haven't so let's get that played here and then we'll talk about that a little bit uh, and i do want to go over with you some of the topics i had thrown out and like i said you can stick however long you want to i got a bunch of articles here and you always have great insight so that's up to you as we move along thank but, you so much but let's uh Let's take a listen to your new song, Come Alive. Frank's uh, step into hey. the rock and roll world. Yes, Dave. Before you go, before you do this, I, I heard just a bit of it on Amazon Preview. Love it. Thank you so much. Yeah, so let's... Uh, My whole thing is to keep keep the aggressiveness, keep it in there. I You know, I'm, I, I'm just being real, too, with the music. That just came out of me in one shot, so I couldn't not do it. Yeah, it's really, it's it's incredible the way it comes across. Let's uh, get her playing here for everybody and give a listen to Come Alive by Frank Castle. Trapped in this world, all too 
goes that was frank that's just nicely done man very nicely done thank you so much yeah i really uh i I, that's the first time i really got to sit and listen to it because that's all i did that during the break there and that was just inspiring and and what what led you to to the lyrics what was your drive behind it well it was funny i was in a really bad place and um i noticed that when i go into bad places i find intense focus I don't know, like, how many people experience that, but, like, when there's freak-out moments, some people focus. Apparently, when I feel like it's too much, I kind of go into that, you know, that little fetal position sometimes. I'm not, like, invincible. It's, it's, It's really hard sometimes. And that came out of that. I Instead of, like, whining and crying like a baby, mm-hmm. I kind of just was like you know you're thinking and you're thinking and you're thinking and then it feels like for days your your subconscious is just working something out and then boom it just comes out a lot of times when you have a lot of anger or rage built in it does it it, it, for some reason it, it focuses you on on different things and it really brings you to a new plane to a new level or 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 makes you strive harder um, my aggression is what got everything to this level. I mean, thank you to everyone that's helped along the way, but it's my big mouth that has led the charge, and I've noticed that when uh, I was an angry young guy my whole life, and instead of just wanting to just always be angry, I'm still angry. I just focus it differently, you know, so I don't sit around and pout, and while I'm getting angry, I'll do this. I did that my whole career. I was the angry guy in high school. Oh, look, he's got the glasses and the beard, and he's going to punch someone. Uh, You know, that's not really what it is. It's just the attitude. Uh, You're a big teddy bear. You can tell by talking to you. 
Ah, hey, yeah. <laughs> let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Who did the music for that? Um, the music was submitted to me by one of my best friends from Casa Records and uh, was just asked to... to um, he's like, he gave me a bunch of them. And he said, hey, listen, you're going to... You're gonna work these because I know you can. And that, one was a dance, and then one was this. And I did the dance track, and it kind of blew up. It was with this group, No Drama, and uh, called Sex on the First Date. Mm-hmm. And they were playing that all over the clubs. It was like a house track, a lot of different remixes of that just floating around between here and Canada. It was pretty crazy. And then people were actually calling me Frank Castle from No Drama for a while because they were like in that community. It blew up. So whenever I'd show up to do hip hop, they would be like, "Oh, look, it's Castle. He's going to sing the sexy song." <laughs> yeah, man. I, I see nothing wrong with being, you know, Frank Castle, the, the rapper, Frank Castle, the rocker, Frank Castle, the you know, electro guy, because, uh, you know, I dug that song a lot, and that, that kind of made me think about about when um, I first started listening to. Oh shit, I was twenty eight, twenty nine, uh, Nine Inch Nails, and and um, what's his name. Uh, Marilyn Manson. Marilyn Manson had this electronic music that kind of made me. I, I didn't even really listen to the lyrics. Sometimes it, it was the music that, that that got me going, and then you started listening to the, the lyrics, and it and it becomes powerful music. And that's kind of what I think about when I heard that song. Well, the idea of, that I had behind it specifically, like I I knew Marilyn Manson when he was just Chris Warner and stuff, and I was I used to live down in Florida and. Um, a lot of that Nine Inch Nails a lot of Rob Zombie a little bit of Godsmack because it's more my vocal range now but I used to do Metallica covers back in the day so I figured by taking the electronic which was always oh so good at the Marilyn Manson shows that were unreal Nine Inch Nails shows and unleashing that with a crossbreed of like the rock lyrics and the kind of hip-hop it was this one's more smoking word my next one's got a lot of uh hard singing and then hard rapping on it and it just sounds spectacular so i'm ready to bring bring like the today's version of that the crossbreed the giant hybrid of the whole thing it's like monsanto is working on me now <laughs> you know it's funny you mentioned crossbreed the holster that i have for my gun is named crossbreed <laughs> nice my favorite holster that I've ever owned. The genetically altered Frank. Yeah, listen, my whole thing, I'm, I don't need my credibility anymore. My credibility's there. It's stable. I make good music. I don't have to deal with other like rappers anymore where it's like, oh, I'm going to battle this guy. This, is a, this dude's a punk. Yo, you're this. You're a bitch. I don't have to deal with that no more. I do deal with it, believe me, right. and I shut it down constantly. Well, you do with a lot of people not involved in the, in the I hate to say this, in the movement or... Um, so be it. A lot of these rappers and stuff you're talking about are more uh, trying to get to the mainstream. Yeah, I'm not every day beating you over the head. This is that's my own personal stuff. But right. Our music encompasses it, so I can't deny it. That's one of the things I, I like. It's like 33 percent, you know, fuck censorship, fuck you, you know, liberty, freedom, truth, fact. You know, it's got like 33 percent tits. And then thirty three percent bong hits. It's just you gotta mix it up, right? You know? Right, exactly. And, and that's, um, that was something I, when you were talking about that other band you worked with. I, I pulled up your your list of songs I have of yours. I have all your older stuff here, and and if you really go through it, a lot of it is it, intermingled in a lot of your music is the message of freedom and truth and and, and uh, waking up, right? But you also have some really 
just some upbeat, good, fun, wholesome songs and just some good angry songs, you know? Yeah, man. I do that dirty money and girls start taking their clothes off. <laughs> That's always a good thing. Yeah, I got yeah, that man. sitting in front of me here. Summertime. I love summertime. I did one of my... Uh, one of the videos I did on my YouTube channel with the chemtrails I do, I did uh, what the sky should look like once, and I did a time lapse of a beautiful, fluffy cloud <sighs> day, and all I had, all I had was your that song "Summertime" playing, you know, and it was just forty nine. He mentions chemtrails. <laughs> you know? I knew it was coming. I was going to say it eventually myself. <laughs> oh, we got a bad down. They've here been today. spraying X's up here. I feel like they're changing us into X Men mutants up here. Yeah, well, I've had yeah. a cold for two weeks. Call me when they fucking change you with chemtrails, all right? Listen, you know what's happening. It's breaking down your DNA. And you yeah, know right, right. Hey, man, there's another guy on the phone, though, which I want to hear from, because he's probably going to say the same fucking thing. <laughs> yeah, we got, uh, Frank, we got, uh, you know, our buddy Shifty, right? Yes. Shifty's called in to join us for a couple minutes. He's uh, He wanted to check in with us tonight. He's not going to join us for the whole show, but uh, he wanted to stop in and say, hey, Shifty, you there, buddy? Little known fact. Uh, Heisklick uh, was responsible for Call Me Maybe. What? Yeah, Heisklick wrote uh, Call Me Maybe. Uh, oh, is this Charlie true? Charlie Ray Chessman really had nothing to do with it. That was their upbeat uh, classic of the summer, 2012. This, hey, man, whatever you friend? got, I want to smoke it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, what, what's up, Frank? Hey, what's up, baby? How you doing? I'm doing good, man. How are you? I'm actually doing well, man. I'm loving this Christmas, uh, this Christmas season this year. Glad to hear it, man. And you know, I got to tell you, uh, Sean, uh, I was listening to you guys while I was walking around Walmart and watching fat people pick up uh, IHOP uh, uh, French toast stuffed with white chocolate. Yes, they do make that product. Um, <laughs> so you were standing in the mirror. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and 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 I was listening to you guys and you guys have this incredible warm full sound now it sounds great it sounds amazing i'm, I'm, I'm really glad that uh that, that things have uh started sounding better well thank you yeah shifty's talking about the fact that we uh, upgraded to 64 bit uh this week uh get a better sound through on everything so uh 64 kilobits yeah 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 that's it 64 kilobits. i'm not the technical one here <laughs> that's why i told you <laughs> Well, nonetheless, it sounds a, a billion times better. It sounds like we're sitting in the room with you, and, uh, you know, there's big things happening with Raz Radio Live, and, and I'm glad to be a part of it, and I, I think you're doing a fucking knockout job, man. Oh, Hells yeah. yeah. Thank you, Shifty. Thank you, Frank. I appreciate it. And it's not about me. It's about getting this stuff out. You know, Frank, I, I sent you a message, and uh, I, I hate to do this live on air, but if you ever wanted to stream your show also on here as well as your you, your Ustream uh or had, what stream do you use it on? Not Ustream. Uh, no, we're on Ustream. You are on Ustream. Okay. There's yeah. so many different things out there anymore, and everybody's using something different. I wish we could yeah. all get on the same damn thing. <laughs> but if you ever well, wanted to do yeah. an audio oh, end I'm of sorry. it. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you just indicate that you want to have a, a monopoly with, uh, with, with no competition? <laughs> he kind of did. Maybe. You want every, everybody to be uniform and on the same thing? Oh, jeez. Oh, a geez. smart man will figure out how to combine all that shit and channel it to one place. That is true. I guess that is true. Well, I'm working on it. But, but Frank, what do you think about you know? Think about that, and if you if you'd like to, you're welcome to. So uh, I love. Listen, I love the idea. I had to take a small hiatus from doing the show a little bit between Sandy 
and uh, and beating us up over here, and then just getting a really bad cold, and then, and then uh, yeah, and then getting all the music out. It's been one hell of a ride because you know, you guys know I do all of it myself, right? And uh, and uh, the the push is just in. It's been insane. I just want to say thank you too to to everybody uh, for making it pretty awesome. Uh, everybody's been accepting it with arms wide open. I've actually had more resistance from the people around me than uh, the people that have heard the song. Well, now, I remember you. we talked a few months ago when we were talking one time, and you said you were coming out with um, some new music, and this was before this one came, obviously. Um, but you were talking about some Chemtrail songs. Is that going to be more Yeah, that's this? we're doing Heist Clicks Conspiracies, it's called. It's a six-songs EP. Okay. We're blasting every conspiracy right off the, the march. Our... Uh, first single is going to be called the avengers and it's going to be done it's me and mr burns and uh we're putting the whole thing together we're in the middle of doing it now i've been working with so many artists it's been crazy and you know it's funny i just put out uh come alive the song we just heard and it's on itunes right now and amazon yes so it is. i i put it up in less than 24 hours it's for sale then so, you, you can get it from Amazon or iTunes. Wait, 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 wait. You, when, when did you finish that song? Like yesterday? Uh, no, I finished the song two weeks ago, and I had it up. I, I just put it, I, I went 24 hours ago. I have no Can't time to do things. I love technology. I mean, we were talking about technology. I thought I was going to be waiting two months. No, it's it's fast how quick they get, even with That's this. fucking awesome. Yeah, well, they, uh, Fortoed, even with with our shows, they're on iTunes, and it took a day for approval. Not even. Less yeah, than a day. Yeah, but we go through some crap when you upload music, and oh. it, it just takes forever. And uh, I go through TuneCore, and I'll tell you right now, independent artists, you better start using it because it's awesome. TuneCore. Now, what's that like, the upload site that you have to go You go through? to them, and you put your album up through them, mm-hmm. and they put it on everything digital across the web, everywhere. They collect your um, – if you belong to BMI, it's a sister – company so it it'll work with your bmi really well you could put in to be the artist and uh you know your percentages that you take and everything you put all that information in in one shot and it they search everywhere for it around the entire world and then they'll take a little cut out of what gets sold yeah they go back five years so i've been waiting to see what's going to happen now okay so so what do you what do you mean you're telling me that you you put this song together and they search to see if that you're breaking up or you're stepping on anybody else's toes with lyrics or or sound yep they and do if, everything if, they do if you're cool then you're out that's fucking awesome within two weeks you can write a song and record a song and get it out to the public you know what I would have had it out that same day I just I was kind of questionable with my song. I've never done a song like this. I had to mix and master the whole thing, and then had listened to it five billion times, all within, you know, sixty six heard it. She started like complaining to me, like, "Listen, what's wrong with you? <laughs> like, you should be doing this for you. Everyone else is doing them. You're not doing you. You're doing heist, and you are the heist. But the heist has its own thing going on with all these right, other right. artists, you know. And then from that moment, I could have had it out the next day. That's fucking down, awesome. I, I did the whole thing. That's great. awesome. Awesome. Uh, you know what? I should stand up and applaud you, but I'm a little drunk, so I'm just going to symbolically do it. <laughs> He's drinking four uh, loco over there. You. Go <laughs> ahead, Shifty. It's amazing that you can put out a song, uh, you know, put out albums in a faster amount of time than you can get a uh, a, a passport nowadays. Yeah, well, you get screwed over in every other way now being an independent artist. At least it's nice to know you could get flow right into the system, and if you get the proper push uh, through the channels, you'll have a shot at doing it. I mean, All right, so where is this album available? Where is this song available? I know because it's available on iTunes, Amazon. All right, so what do, what do they search for when they're looking for the for the for the song? 
they could type in come alive and then Frank Castle. And I'll bring it right up. Yeah, when I uh I actually have it linked on Thanks, man. I actually have it linked up on the uh, on our site at rasradiolive.com for Amazon. Uh, and all I did was type in Frank Castle, and it was the first thing that came up. So it's not hard to find at all. Um, you know, just get out there. Listen, I'll, I'll, we're ready to bring it hard. I'm just going to say this now. No more hanger-ons, no more issues, no more bullshit, no more drama. Not dealing with the liberty movement's arguments across the board. It's just drama. I'm here to present a message. When right, it comes to my own <laughs> when it comes to my own movement, I'm just coming with it hard. Right, you could deal with it or you could not deal with it. I know, I know where my fan base is. I know who likes what. I know the people who have my back, and I'm going straight into the pool in the deep end. And those guys who want to join me because I'm about to eat some sharks, I'm ready. <laughs> about to eat some sharks, I love it. Yeah, it's it's going to be fun, dude. I look I, I look forward to seeing everything you're going to be putting forward for the people to to hear. Uh, and and uh, with the record label, are you going to start bringing other people or other bands released through your record label that you started up? Because that was what it's been going two months now. Yeah, well, the label's up and running. We've already we already have like individual artists who just come in and work, and we work alongside them. We consult. It's it's really hard to find like the cream of the crop. Mm -hmm. So it's been loaded up behind our own artists right now. But yes, we have management and it just crossbred us once again with an entire industry of people. So I'm going to be working with PJ Maxwell. He's actually going to be singing a Pantera style hook on like a Little Wayne style beat. And for those of you know that know me and Little Wayne don't get along, um, I'm going to kill it on there and I'm going to show him how it's done. Nice. So we're going to be we're going to be attacking from that front. We're going to be doing a mix of rock Hip hop, straight hip hop, classical hip hop. You're gonna love it. Excellent, man. I'm. It's gonna be some exciting times coming up. Like I said to you in the message the other day, you know, this past year has been an incredible year for me. I know you've been doing this a long time, but this past year has been a real incredible year for me. Uh, I've met some great people. Uh, I've I've made some great uh, relationships with people, and I've lost a few, you know, and that's gonna happen. And I'm just glad that we're all moving forward in the in the 2013 here with everyone uh, needs patience and endurance in this yeah and you, you need to just get over it this is professionalism and some tough skin yeah man you need it you know how much crap you'll eat all day long if you have a if you have a thin skin you'll be crying to mommy <laughs> i got i got people around me cry to me and i'm i don't want to hear it no more i'm done i'm done with everybody's nonsense if you can't obscenely work on that level then you shouldn't be there no one's going to hold our hands at this point. We're independent artists. I don't have a little gay guy in the room with me going, oh, Mr. Face Man, you look so good today. Oh, my God, we're going to put you on stage. I don't have that. You know, Jay-Z has that. You know, you have yourself. You get up every day, you put one leg in the pant, and you pull it up, and then you do the other. And that's how we roll. So that's how I'm rolling. I'm just making a big announcement about that. I'm glad you guys are letting me rant a little because I've been pretty pissed off lately. No, you're more than one. From my circle of friends, you, I've reached out. Me and you have been buddies now for a while. And, um, you know, you've been with me from day one. So it, it's it, you guys are the guys that are pushing, and it's real important because it is a push. It's more than liberty. It's a push. The more we push, the more the message gets out. Right. Yep. You know? Absolutely. And, when people start to get egos and develop little shitty habits and then get lazy and expect like the world owes them anything, those are the people that cause all those millions of independent artists to not make it. You're like, yeah, but there's a million. Yo, everybody's a rapper here. Everybody. Yo, you rap, I rap. I'm like, no, you don't rap. 
Oh, you're in New York. Yeah, I'm sure you get a lot of that. Oh, my God. So I'm wading through that across the entire world, right? Mm. And I'm blasting right through, which will show you that you need to have a good head on your shoulders and be ready to do this because they're going to come at you from every direction. Even your internal camp is going to turn on you at points. There's going to be jealousy here and, and hurt there. And, oh, I hurt your feelings. Oh, my God, I'm so sorry. So everything's got to suffer for those moments. You're out of your fucking mind, man. I don't go to your job and tell you how to work. Right, exactly. You know, you don't do that shit here. Right, you, you just, know. You, you come in, you, you if you're going to be a supporting element or a supporting part of it, you come in, you do what you can. You don't try to run things. You don't, you know, just do your thing. And when have the wheel's fun in motion, it. what's up with people shooting themselves in the foot and then in the face? <laughs> I'm going to shoot my nose off to spite my face and shoot my foot so I can't run away because I'm, I'm fucking retarded. I get sick of people that do stuff like that. And there's a lot of it, and then there's a lot of drama people. Yeah, there is. It's like that hate, that secret hate. There is a lot of drama people. Shifty, um, we're going to be going on to a break here. Are you going to hang on, or you got to take off? Uh, I got to take off. I got to take off. But I really enjoyed uh, hearing Frank talk, and and the new song is great. And um, I'm looking forward to hearing more of it, Frank. Thank you so much. Yeah, man. Thank thank you for uh, continuing to support uh, the First 52 and Sean and and the entire network and and uh i uh, thank you for that and uh sean i uh will talk to you soon sir all right shifty frank we're gonna take off into a break here you gonna hang for a little bit sure all right cool man thank you uh you're listening to the first 52 on razradiolive.com uh we're gonna come back with frank castle i got a bunch of stories i want to talk about uh we're gonna go back to pearl harbor uh, I found this amazing, amazing article in my local paper about pearl harbor i think it's gonna blow your guys' mind Trace every wrong move that I made 
Trail geoengineering programs changing our weather and destroying our environment? Why in the world are they spraying? They want to create a storm in the southeast, then they'll start engineering out over the North Pacific. That's where the trailies will be. Find out why critics are calling Why in the World Are They Spray? The most important film that is revolutionizing the environmental movement. Go to whyintheworldarethespraying.com for more information. It's just going to get worse until the point where we're not going to be able to grow anything at all unless it's a Monsanto genetically modified abiotic stress resistant seed. Why in the World Are They Spraying? New international version with languages available from around the world. Go to whyintheworldarethespraying.com for more information. It's all about money, and weather is another form of commoditizing, a way the central command group can commoditize another form of our life. Why in the world are they spraying? And if you control the weather, you're going to control the planet. It's that simple. I'm through standing in line, the clubs I'm never getting. It's like the bottom of the ninth, and I'm never going to win this. Life hasn't turned out quite the way I want it to be. Cheers. 
Uh, welcome back to the first 52 on RazRadioLive.com. I guess we, uh, I guess my uh, Sam Broadcaster decided to want to do its own thing there. So it's going to just continue to stutter and spit in the background. So we'll just eliminate that. So here we are back, uh, 10 o'clock, 10.15. Long break there, guys. Sorry, uh, I needed a few minutes. That's one of my favorite songs. I saw some people in the chat box really don't really appreciate that song very much. But uh, I don't know why. That song just really gets me. Uh, I really enjoy listening to that song. Frank, I still got you on the other end there, right, buddy? Yes, sir. Excellent. What do you think of that song? What's your opinion on that, that rock star song? All right. I was actually thinking that I was wondering how many people were going to say something to you. Because I I can dig music, and it's all right, you know. I just I know how they are. They're just like over commercial, so you know, they're meant to draw you in and everything. But I, I draw the emotion from it. It's good. Well, I see. But, I, had a, um, I had a lot of people complaining about the music because you know a lot of people who are, are listening to this are newer to the movement or or don't even like the movement. They just are here to support me or don't believe in the movement and that they're interested in learning more. Or, they're just here to support because they're friends of mine or whatever. And a lot of people complain because it, a lot of the same music. So I'm, that's another reason I'm happy you're coming out with some more music. Um, and it's hard when you get new music coming out. It's not always good. You know, like you have Rebel Inc., who, of course, I mean, they couldn't put out crap if they wanted to. Uh, of course, you guys. Uh, I, uh, Chris came out with a new song, which I really enjoyed. I haven't gotten a copy of it yet. GL, have you heard his new one? No. No, he's got a new one. I don't know if you guys talk or, or if you know uh, or work with him at all in the past. Um, so I'm just, I don't know. It's its one of those weird things. And I just had a lot of people ask me to play some different music. So that's why I went to the little mainstream music there. So I hope I didn't. Well, the, the idea then is to take all the good music from the movement if it floats and that becomes the mainstream music. See, what we're going to take over by doing stuff like that. You know, take your best Revelink, take your best Heist Click, take your best Jordan Page, take your best, and you just go across the board, and you just start ripping through it, and then you'll have a little bit of hip-hop. You'll have the guys that all day long just punch liberty and freedom, and then you'll have, you know, guys like us, just cool songs, and then stuff that has to do with liberty and freedom. Right. You know, it's just all mixed in there. Right. You're going to get a little bit of all of it. And what I have on the stream, um, because what I have is I, I post the shows on the stream, but then I have about five or six songs that I have on there, and that's what it is. It's you... It's uh, Rebel Inc. I've got uh, the. You ever see the video that Luke Radowski put out? And in the end of it, there's a, a real upbeat, like reggae almost type song. I can't say the guy's name. I can't remember his name. But he's talking about uh, balling. He's got the. He's balling his fist. He's got the answer. I can't even. Damn, I can't even think of the damn song. I played it last week. Anyway, uh, I got that on there. So you guys play in between the replays of the show. Um, so I'm going to get your new one on there actually this week. And now that I have Absolutely. a copy of it, so that'll be playing randomly on the uh, on the on the stream every day. What's great about the movement right now is that the really the guys that belong there that have been doing it that have paid their dues, they're really good artists. So it's not like you're pumping crap to people, like oh join us in the weirdo movement with weirdo music. <laughs> you're getting the, the I'm, I've been trying to say this for a long time. You're gonna get like um, the Bob Marleys and the John Lennons out of this shit. Like, you're not getting anything but the cream of the crop, the guys that are out there doing it every day that have, that know music, right? you know, that are trying to bring awareness. Some people just bring awareness through music. They don't exactly play politics in their music, you know? They just fit the vibe, kind of. You're going to get that out of this now. You got all the cream of the crop guys. That is true. You got some people who 
are very new to this movement, but just because of what they think about, they're 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 falling into it, kind of, or how they feel, or how they. Oh, they have friends now. People could could uh, you know you're gonna get your 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 feeders that just you know jump into the movement because they could make some money. We've dealt with that already. The movement kind of pushed away a lot of that, and then you're gonna get the like-minded, and those guys are artists too, and they're gonna be great artists, and they're just gonna come over because right. Yeah, because Rebel Inc., I mean, they've been around for a while, but I didn't really start hearing of them until about a year ago or so. But they've been around forever. It's like I played with them years ago, and they were amazing then. See, the way I found you and uh, most of the people I listened to, do you remember uh, what the hell was that radio station that died out like two years ago? Um, It it played all the truth music. That's where I found you guys. That's where I found... Polygraph Radio? Polygraph, that's it. Yeah, that's how I found everybody. Um, yeah, well, they were they were regardless of what was going on with them personally, they were streamlining everyone to one place so you could find it. Right, and it was we great. Were, we did some listen. We did some six shows with them that really went over well. And let me tell you, when I mean seeing those shows and paying ten bucks to come see that. You don't even know what you're in for. Well, a lot of those shows are played up in Philly and New York, correct? So I remember seeing some YouTube videos of and yeah, it said it's starting to move around, though, my man. People are asking for for different you know locations for the bands to start coming out, and then you'll have like five guys that'll be able to. You know, I I was doing this with Payday Monsanto, Jordan Page, Rebel Inc. I was there two years. Before, I knew Jordan a little bit before the Rebel Inc. thing, but we did a giant show one night, and it was like. Rebel Inc., Monsanto, Heist Click, and well, Rebel Inc. closed the show, and then we opened for kind of for them. Jordan opened the whole show. Payday was before us. Tony Trees was in there. He did a little like full segment for himself, and then the people that were there were there was like four hundred people there, like with their mouth open. They didn't know what to do. Now, do you still communicate with Payday? Because I haven't talked with him I, in a while. Yeah, I, Payday has has shown interest in becoming a producer for music before money records cool. so cool. There, we might have like our own american division of truth and liberty which is what we've been wanting to get anyway and then people could work directly with payday monsanto oh, i gotta reach out to him because uh he, he was on dc once uh, i don't know if you've ever heard the story of when he was on dc no the interview interview didn't go very well uh and uh I haven't really talked with him since. He still stayed friends on my Facebook with me. He's still on my 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 uh, my uh, Skype and everything. But I just never reached out to him since then. And I, I got to reach out to him soon. I love his music. He put some great music together. I mean, well, I think definitely if you, if nobody's ever heard him, you hear his voice. He's the eighty ton gorilla in the room with that voice. It's amazing. I heard him. I went, oh, you, oh my god. Yeah, but he's a racist. Well, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, and that's a pro. That's and that's Listen, you know, I've had I've that, had though. my issues with people in the movement before. You, I just stand my ground and do what I do. Right. Now, you know, if you're going to be a douche, you're going to be a douche no matter what. So I'm just going to work my way through it. Not saying that he is or isn't. I, I'm not saying anything bad about payday. I've just had issues with the movement for a long time now because. I just tell people it's like a collective, right? Everyone's part of it that's down. You need every single person you can get. Everyone that says I'm down, you should be like, come in. 
See, and, I don't see I don't see him as a racist though, Dave, and and I don't want to get into a big debate about this, and I don't I definitely don't want to. Because I'm Jewish. I'm going to bring him on board, and we oh, can discuss because that because he talks about the Zionist. Yeah, he mis- Yeah, he misinterprets. Yeah, yeah. He, just, he doesn't go just, just like saying because uh, you you're mad at Frank and the mafia that I'm they, oh he's racist against Italians. There's a there's a fine line there. He he doesn't go just Zionism. He goes Jewish. Yeah, right? well they're Jews. What do you? That it, it's 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 what they're called. Yeah, it's it's you're misinterpreting it's, what what the the I'm wording is. I, I'm well aware of of the delineation between Jews and Zionism. But and, you know what I'm saying. That's like uh, a, the Italian mafia example that I use. I'm not trying to break chops. The Italian mafia doesn't exist. No, it's listen. It's just like saying me telling you if you're telling me about the mafia, it'd be like, oh, they kill people, they go crazy, they do. Oh, what are you racist against? Absolutely wrong. Absolutely wrong. Because mafia, if if you're talking about the mafia, it's only a certain sect of the Italian population. If you said all Gindo Ginzos are this way, then you're racist. If you're talking all 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 the mafia is this way, that's only a certain sect. If you're if you're uh, across the board talking shit about an entire race of people. Then you're racist. All right. Well, if he if he takes it to, I I understand your point. I get it. I didn't know it was that deep because I personally don't over listen. Yeah. So I don't I don't like to get. I I can't get involved with that over politic of it. Yeah, and that's the problem. I don't like to bring. You know, a lot of people. I don't mean a lot of people. Not a race thing for me. Yeah, the truth is the truth, but you don't still have to douche an entire race. You know, that's right, and that's the problem. And that and that's the thing. Some people will. That's all it is. Some He's people will focus on stop, Dave. Some people will focus on on the wrong things, and I'm not talking about payday. I mean everybody in general. Um, you, you you put things in terminology. You know, we know that um, you know Jews have been thrown out of multiple countries throughout history. They've been in trouble for doing certain things. Um, for mainly money usury, and, and that's where the, the the whole Jew usury thing gets confused, and and people automatically go on the defensive. Now, Dave, I don't know if you're Jewish or not. I think you are, aren't you? No, I'm not. Jewish. Oh, okay. I, I, why did I think you were? I don't know. Anyway, happy it gets Hanukkah. <laughs> all right. Yeah, happy Hanukkah. Actually, it is. We are in the middle of the Jewish holidays. We're doing this now. Um, tough. Uh, but. Uh, it was mis- misconstrued, and he, he he ledge came at him pretty hard, and I don't think it was handled properly all the way around, in my personal opinion. Oh, shit happens sometimes. Yeah, and let's get off of that. I got some articles sitting in front of me here that really blew my mind, and the one everybody knows what yesterday was, right? Frank, you know what yesterday was? What was yesterday? Pearl Harbor Day. Yes, I did know that. Yes. Um, and I got to work yesterday, and I, I do maintenance at my apartment complex. One of my jobs is to put the paper out for the residents in the in the clubhouse there. And on the front page of my local newspaper down here in southwest Florida, the, the headline, Did News Warn of Pearl Harbor? Removed headline provides frightening clue. That's the headline of. Right. On, on That's the headline in the small town paper. For, what is it? Seventy, eighty years later. Yeah. And I tried to actually read the article online, and I couldn't read it because it only gave me two paragraphs. So, I am going to listen to you read this article. Uh, well, I, I read through the whole entire article, and and the end of it is really just it's it's done as a as a remember this old guy that died a few years ago, and here's what his wife had, but. Let's move into how you know how his life went and everything. So it's it's really just mushy at the second half of it there. 
So, in other words, there's actually no real proof. Well, they, Which, this article here, I mean, this the the, the headline that was removed um, says Caruso. Car, I can't say this Chinese guy's name or Japanese guy. Caruso blatantly warned nation ready for battle. Um, and that was a headline. And what they were doing is they were ripping the the base ordered all the newspapers. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Japanese. The, the main headline: Japanese may strike over weekend is the very top headline. Um, and the, the military had all the headline pages ripped out of the newspaper. The whole front cover was taken off, and this guy kept one. And mailed it to his wife. So I'm going to read through this here. Uh, on Sunday morning, November 3rd, 30th, 1941, U.S. Army Private Paul Brown decided to slip out of his bed early at the Schofield Barracks Base Hospital, nestled among the Wani Mountains on the island of Ahu, the, the third largest in the Hawaiian chain, and, head to, and headed to the latrine. Assigned to the 52nd Field Artillery Battalion, he had been involved in an accident and was a patient at the hospital. Because of the severity of his injury, he was confined to a wheelchair and wanted to clean up early to avoid being in the way of other patients. According to a 1997 newspaper column, he wrote, Brown, who moved to Miami after the war, then settled to Inglewood before settling in Arcadia in the 1970s, heard, of a, heard a commotion at the front desk and went to investigate. The daily paper of the Honolulu Advertiser had just been delivered, but they were ripping the front page off of off of all of them. They were distributed before they were distributed. When the injured, when he inquired about it, he was told it. <clears throat> actually, reading a newspaper here, newspaper here, here. Uh, he was told it was orders from top brass. Brown died in in 2005. His wife Betty still alive in Arcadia. Brown managed to obtain a copy of the paper from a medic with the front page intact. Along the top of it read. Japanese may strike over weekend. He quickly folded it and stuffed it into his pocket before anyone could notice. The next day, he mailed off the newspaper clipping to his parents before Army censors had a chance to intercept it. Because many had not seen the front page, no one would believe this story. Less than a week later, Brown was taken to a talking to a fellow patient. As they chatted, both of them noticed a double rainbow over Koliku Pass. Uh, reference to as the gateway to Schofield Barracks. The person told Brown that it was a bad omen. He just laughed it off, he later wrote. <clears throat> uh, continues on, fighter planes swooped from the sky. The following morning, Sunday, December 7, 1941, Brown again headed to the latrine early. He was now out, out of his wheelchair, but still needed canes to walk around. It was a peaceful and ser- serene day. The time was 7.55 a.m. He listened, at, listened as he heard the drone of planes. To him, it sounded like it was going to crash, so he rushed outside. Brown knew that Schofield Barracks was near Wheeler Field, so he looked in that direction. To his horror, he watched, to his horror, he watched a plane drop a bomb on one of the hangars and saw the roof raise quickly and collapse. So this is where it gets into the, the whole attack and everything. Uh, he, he, basically, he survived an, a straight-on attack from an airplane. It says here the... Uh, the plane dive-bombed at him. The rounds from the plane's 7.7-millimeter machine guns tore to the ground around him, spraying him with small pieces of concrete, but he miraculously missed getting hit. Uh, years later, his wife Betty would remember him saying he could feel the heat from the bullets as they whizzed by, whizzed by him. Uh, so right there, the top of the newspaper, and this goes to 9-11, and this is why I wanted to address this. 
Um, I was just going to say that. Yeah, and that's why I wanted to address it. 71 years later, in a little newspaper in Inglewood, Florida, and I, I don't think I saw this on the Drudge Report. I don't recall seeing this on the Drudge Report. Send it to him. I'm thinking about it. It's it's written here Do by it. a Sun correspondent. So to think that that this guy, there was a newspaper in Hawaii a week before the attack, saying they were gonna, they may ta- attack this weekend. Come on, they, it, listen. If any of anything is true, that was their 9/11. Oh, oh, by far. That's yeah. That, that was uh, it takes that amount of time to come out. The JFK stuff's coming out now more and more. Mm-hmm. Heard about the three shooters and the other people witnessing and all the people that got murdered. And it's there's a time limit on these things. It's moving quicker because of the internet, but oh, um, people are getting busted a lot easier. Well, how many people have we seen murdered over nine eleven? You know, we got Barry. Everyone, uh, come on. That Barry Jennings was one of the first ones. How about the the people that collected people out of there? Ugh. All right, so let's take this on face value. Okay. okay. There are two times within the last hundred years that the United States has been attacked from outside forces, and the United States government has failed to protect us 100% of the time. Correct. Because they wanted it to happen so they can use it as a pretext to get into anything they needed to. Frank, it was, this if- was agreed on by generals on a, on a, on a, on a, on a level that we don't deal on. All right. If that is if that is true, that's that that brings us into a whole nother level. But on its basis, everyone can believe. Even the people that don't believe in the shit that we believe in, everyone can understand that the two times that this country has been attacked by foreign people in the last hundred years, the United States government has been unsuccessful in to protect us. What does that tell you? It's showing a pattern, and the pattern is is shown through. What has happened immediately afterwards, and take it into context. Take a look at it. It's easy now, sixty years later, to look back at something and see what happened. Frank, you yeah. got to realize, you got to realize, Fortode is a racist against the government. There's That's nothing wrong with you. Absolutely. Listen, I have it, I have my issues too, my brother, and um, it's it's we're all here because we have our issues against it or with it. Or how to make it better, or you know, get rid of it. Everyone has their own thing. That's right. But everyone needs to just stick together. That wants to be against the government, for whatever reason. And mm-hmm. you attack simultaneously. You don't attack one at a time. And oh, the cause and the pink ribbons and the fuck that shit. Everybody attack at once. Well, I think his point he was trying to make though is that it just shows that the government isn't doing anything for us, and we don't need it. Nothing. Just, right. Yeah. The, the the Federal Reserve was instituted so that we didn't have any kind of financial instability. What's they're happening? Not federal. Now? There are all these things that are going on. There are all these regulations that were supposed to prevent shit that's happening that's going on right fucking now. The it just tells you that they're doing. They're not doing what they said they were going to do. It's a, it's a failed system. It's time to fucking move on. Let's go to the system that was that that we went to or that we were in before all this shit took place where we flourished like a son of a bitch. You know what the problem is is that people got into power and put their friends in. Mm-hmm. And these are the people where conspiracy theorists will debate all day long whether or not they're Luciferian and reptile heads or just people that have money that are in control. And they're taking their orders from ETs or whatever the fuck it is. Mm-hmm. It, the, it, that's what's going on. That doesn't. Those in, things don't matter. What matters Bush, is that they're fucking listen, us. You, know, you all need to be looking at Daddy Bush, right? Once he... You look at every major fucking thing that dude was around. Mm-hmm. He's, yeah. oh, he's got his hand in everything. You don't think it went down the line? 
you have Clinton and Obama and Hillary and all these people are connected and they're in that club that we're not in. Nope. They all have dirt on the people in the Senate and that's why you don't hear any of the council members or the Senate people. Nobody's saying anything because everyone's fucked a hooker. No, those people you or just mentioned. little boys. I'm telling you what's going on. It's it's that corrupt. I have a friend that was that was running around here uh, for New York State, and he just stopped, in the, and he was gangster. In the, and he goes, yo, man, they play dirty on a whole new level. And I'm like, well, what'd they get you on? Because I, I knew him because he hit my brother in the head with a stick when we were a kid and almost killed him. So I was like, listen, what's wrong with you? And he's like, man, it's that bad. I don't want part of this. Like, you can't do good in that. Yeah, it, it, it's that means it system. just needs to be deconstructed. Yeah. All right. So, so all right. So, let me ask you something, Frank. Do you think you could fix the system, or should it be, or should you abandon it altogether? I think it, system should be overwhelmed and taken over, like absorbed, like the Borg, and kind of the things that are necessary need to be immediately fixed and tweaked, and then things that are unnecessary need to be immediately abolished. How so, can you do that when when they have control of the money? They have. Control well, no, you need to get rid of them. See, that's the problem. How? Well, there. listen, I'm not here with the answers. The answer is that I say resist, you say how are we to resist, and then someone else says this, oh, and I then the other guy in the crowd before. People, listen. Most people don't want to talk about the shit that I want to talk about. Hold on, Dave. Well, listen, everybody has their own thing. Like, you can't just bark at everyone. You have to be subtle with some things, and other things you have to be blatantly straightforward with. Like, people look at me and they, they, they started like, oh, the chemtrail thing, the chemtrail thing. Where I work, it's, it's about 50 football fields of flat ground. So when you look, and it's all cement with trucks, when you look up and you're by the airport, you see the checkerboard. Well, I did, I think it was your show, man. I think it was the first 52 a few weeks back. And a dude at my job was like, oh, you're the fluoride guy. <laughs> and uh, the chemtrail dude. And I'm like, well, look up. He's like, I'm showing you. And I'm like, yeah, I know. I already took a picture and posted it on Facebook. He's like, well, what are you supposed to do? And I'm like, well, do the best you can at keeping clean and staying healthy is the best you can do. Just be aware of it. Let people know what's going on. And eventually it's going to get to someone that someone, him and that other person put together has a better answer than Frank Castle or, or Forto Jones or, or whoever the fuck is out there. The, the object is to make awareness to everyone. Right. Like, so, all right, look. Chemtrails might not be your thing, but fluoride might be. So fuck the chemtrails. Don't even worry about that. That's a conspiracy theory to certain people, right? So go with what works. The shots. Show them proof. Things you, I showed my doctor proof. He don't give me the flu shot. He asks me and laughs now. He's like, <laughs> I'm not giving you that. I told him, give me, give me penicillin. He shot me with penicillin. I was better in two days. Yep. He says, I'm going to do it just to see what happens. Oh, yep. oh, I've been your test bunny the whole fucking time for 30 years. Yeah, I but am. your doctor did, didn't do that to the next patient. That's the thing is the thing that we're talking about. Well, you, you have to wake his ass up. It's a money thing. Get anybody people. up because, because most people don't give a flying fuck. Then take and them to court and sue them and put them on the stand. Put them oh. up in front of people. Uh, stand out in front of their place and hand out signs. Everyone does one thing. This, it'll do this it'll work. protesting has really worked. We've been, we've been going through the fucking uh, Occupy movement since the, 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 the tail end of September 2011. What has that done other than show a few people that we live in a police state? All right, listen. Action. You have a lot of you, I, I hear you, man. I, I feel your rage and your passion. <laughs> I'm not, it, that's me and my music, brother. And trust me when I say this. I get it. Okay. But pointing out f 
fingers at people all day long will get you absolutely fucking nowhere because the masses are fucking stupid. Ron Paul fell and he didn't fall. See, this is what you don't understand. People don't understand this about Ron Paul. You don't have to agree with me, but I'm telling you, he had the message, right? He's yeah. still out there. He's Take the, the message. Yes, and you're the messenger. Listen, you're the messenger. This is what you do. We're doing it right now, brother. You're doing it right now. You're not barking to the choir. You're going to get one new fan tonight, and you did it. Bullshit. No, that's not bullshit. Give me a fucking break. I look in the crowd, and I wake people up all the time. I wake up. I I make porn stars wake up, and I don't convince them with my fucking coolness. (laughs) All right, Frank, so let's say you're playing to a crowd of 500, right, and you wake up 500 people. What does that do? Does that what does stop? it do? It keeps the progression going. See, Dave, you're, you're Dude, that's your ne- that's your that's your next generation of fighters. Hello, they're they're first of all, they go back up, Dave. The back next up. Sec- listen, the next section of people that are going to fight for us, we're going to be fucking grandparents and dead. And there's going to be a, the brain dead Pokemon section of kids. Those are your Obama youth and your weirdos and whatever with this fucking corrupt shit. The next one under them. Frank, it's, that's us right there. Your enemy is living next door to you. It's not the government. It's not the police. It's not the if you're my neighbor. That are so entrenched in this system that it's so. Listen, man, you're that right. You can handle it. It's going to get fucked. Fight that shit. They're going to rat you out. You're going to the FEMA camp, and I'm going to be it's, shaking hands with you. Going, fuck, it's with, a stupid anarchist list. And 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 uh, what does that put do? Put me for on you? a list. Fuck the list. Take your list and shove it up your ass. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Like, but you need to be you and do what you need to say in in your different directions. But you got to watch when you point fingers and don't just do, because that shows the difference between leaders and then a dude that'll go, well, he just thinks we're fucking stupid all the time. You know, they you got to remember, people are generally weak-minded, and what you're doing is waking them. Yeah, you want to shake them and bake them, and you don't think whatever I do, it's not going to do a goddamn thing. It's not. That's not true. Play your position in the universe. The, how, dude, do you, how do you know how, you're not going to be the next Gandhi? Look, all right, all Come right. On, so, bro. Come on, really? Yeah, all right, so what did Gandhi do in his life? What did Malcolm X uh, do? What did Martin Luther King Jr. do? Not a whole lot. Yeah, but people when you put... are still fucking prejudiced against black people. People still think oh, well, fucking uh, uh, Indians are camel jockeys. Okay, and, and, well, let's do this. Let's do this. We're all racist. And then to one degree or another, and then Hurricane Sandy destroys New York, and people are not out in the street going, "You fucking honky," or "You fucking this," or "You you this or that." Exactly. It's not no, because all of a sudden racism takes a fly out the window. Now, what that tells me is that this isn't Ford Apache, the fucking Bronx anymore. That since nine eleven, people have gotten generally nicer. So your racism automatically goes out the floor just like as if a ufo attacked and we had to fight them everybody just be cool and fight them no now we're taking care of each other because it's water attacking us and the earth shaking and the power outages and people this time don't riot and don't rape and help and you're like what the fuck so you said that 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 if there was a uh uh aliens that came down from outer space and fought us and you know what we would all get together and fight this 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 thing that we could see, but what if aliens came down here and didn't tell you, or or wasn't uh, overtly obvious that 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 they were taken over? Listen, right? you're talking There's to the no wrong way I believe, that. and okay. this is what the banking system has done. The banking system has taken over the entire fucking world, and they have everything. They so have bring awareness directly to them. Don't beat around the bush. You have to fight with your money first of all. 
You, you really have to. You have to get dudes on our side. This Listen, is exactly like where I was going with this whole conversation. I'm How? up against Jay-Z, right? The ultimate Luciferian rapper or whatever. That's just like background <laughs> chatter to me. I'm just an artist doing my thing. But then in this world, someone's going up against this. We have to bring it to that level. So you have to buy the products you want to buy. You have to have a guy with the balls enough to have a place that'll sell it. You have to have the people the balls to stand up and go and buy these things at these these places. Yeah, you're going to have your occupies. You're going to have to, you know, bring awareness through through protests that don't fucking matter and use the internet to blast things. And you're going to have to have shows, Liberty shows, Liberty Love Fest, uh, Anarchy in New York City. You're going to have to have giant things on the lawns and you're going to need to do all of that. And I need to be John Lennon. You need to be Ron Paul. He needs to be Bob Marley. And there needs to be 10 Bob Marleys and 10 Ron Pauls and 20 divided uh, 50 times. You just got to keep fucking going, man. It's like the ants attacking. You, you're... Right now, it's New York City. We get hit with the big one. It takes out the East Coast. Now, the East Coast is cool, where it's supposed to be Mad Max situation. Right. What do you think makes that fucking happen? I remember, also keep in mind, you know, they didn't accomplish this takeover where they're at right now There's a spiritual overnight. awakening happening, whether you guys want to know it or not. That's why we're all on the radio together. It's what, We're all connected now. All the good cream of the crop guys that are, can talk the talk and walk the walk. Mm-hmm. And we're, we we're, got to focus our rage and just attack. We're I getting attack there. It doesn't every day. We're getting there. It doesn't happen overnight. It, it just doesn't. And there has been. I mean, even in the, the three, four years I've been involved in this movement, I have seen a major increase. I've seen a lot of downfalls. I've seen a lot of falling down on P- Listen, uh, people falling down. You need the eight, nine-year-olds back on your fucking team again. Yeah. Before they get indoctrinated with this SpongeBob shit again. Ugh, Listen, trying. I'm telling you, we're gonna. I'm already starting. I see it. I'm. I'm the rock guy. People like the music. It's the hip hop dude. They sweat it, and because they know it's cool to be free. Like he don't give a fuck. That's my whole thing, man. With censorship, I have porn friends, and they they have issues. If they take that from us, it's a, it's a rap. It's a rap. That's my speech, man. Really? Really, you think if they if they if they clamp down on porn, that will uh, that's what's that, going to that that infects me. That's a censorship, dude. That's the worst right, thing so, for us. So, that's my money, right, bro. You know that that last election that 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 L. A. had uh, voted for uh, porn stars to actually they're wear. moving out of L. A. They're going to yeah. fucking Vegas because of the, exactly. the, the having to wear a condom. Of L. A. Going to re- revolt and riot and say we no, should. but the entire industry is moving out of L. A. Yeah, and, and L. A. will feel the effect because they're not going to have the tax money for it, and they're going to feel it, and then they'll go, oh shit, we did this stupid ass thing. Let's get rid of this rule so they come back. Absolutely, listen, we we still got room to move, and what we need is a lot of people with room, like moving these things. Hey, look, we get a few people like porn stars and rock stars and dudes like you with just coming out and just being all aggressive raw just remember though you're affecting everyone with what you say so whether or not pay, you think payday is racist or not you should just be like listen you know it's good fucking music to wake you up and blah and push hey, it hey, into you know what i'm saying shit myself to, to think to myself that i'm actually affecting anybody all right cuz i'm you are, though. you're affecting me right now you're giving me more energy than anyone son don't believe the shit that i talk about so if i can't affect the people closest to me there's no fucking way i'm going to pe- i'm going to affect the people that are within the sound of my voice because most of them are fucking sheep well right? you know, listen yeah. listen when i when i think like that and it's just like, no, no, it's not happening no matter what I do. I check myself and make sure it's not me the way I'm presenting it because I could be a foul mouth 
like check out the fucking chemtrails or I could be like hey do you ever think of this you ever think why this happened is because of this or present the situation I started reassessing how I affect people and Dave you gotta set your levels a little lower right now you know look than my mother and my son wait 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 they're the worst my mother's an ex-hippie and she didn't want to believe chemtrails and now she's like you're this I I don't know what happened I go you forgot yourself in the baby boom yeah it took me a while too you guys are you guys are a little bit different than I am all right you guys are going no off the chemtrail thing where there where to me there is uses an example yeah that I, was just an example hold on Dave hold on let me finish my statement here you gotta you gotta the reason why I'm saying set your standards a little lower I get emails I get Twitter messages every day okay every day I get this stuff Not vinegar man I get it every day from people saying man I I, I look at this chemtrail I'm seeing or 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 what what do you think about this or 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 did 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 why did this happen I get these questions every day from people just reaching out trying to learn so don't think you're not making an impact you know and what they don't have anyone else to look to if they're hitting you up you're the only one they can talk to because what are they doing about it and, they're and learning listen, you're gonna hit the person and people that are gonna make it happen. Be quiet. Give me 10 seconds, okay? I'm counting. One. Go ahead. The, what I'm getting at is that we're still, dis- despite the fact that you think this and I think that, we're still paying them to, to, to uh, have these wars in other countries. In other words, we're paying our taxes like good fucking citizens. Listen, Somebody patience. said that we don't care. You can protest all you want as long as they pay their taxes. And patience. If- we're going to hit them on – you got to – put these things together if you have a perspective that nobody's seeing and you have to put that thought in motion with the right people and you being on the radio might spark the attention of someone else that will do it or can do it or nobody's going to be a that. tax protester there's not a fucking person i know that's a tax protester well because they'll come with and shoot you of 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 going to jail and losing their house and their car well, right they'll shoot you now set up yeah but do something else do like all right, yeah, look. I, I think Lexi wants to say but, something. Yeah, you have to take everything a little bit at a time. And and I think that applies to most things. And, and, you know what? and affecting one individual affecting one individual may seem minuscule, but you affect one individual at a time that can And he's a guy that wakes up a kid family, that eventually grows up and to that be someone. family grows up exactly. Yeah. Cuz I got time spread for that. Out. What do you mean? That's your, all you got is time. It's a corrupt system. It's corrupt to the core. And well, unless you're Superman and it, so I'm getting the fuck out of here. Dude. <laughs> Dave wants Dude. to move to Honduras. If you can't physically do something, I mean straight up physically, the way you're talking, you can't get it done. So I doing it. I haven't paid fucking taxes in three fucking years. I haven't filed in three fucking years, and I can't believe I'm saying this on the radio right now. That's probably because I'm a little drunk. But I'm actually doing something about it. I've got my I've got my house full of weapons. If somebody comes trying to to, to take me out of here, guess what? They're gonna meet with fucking serious right, force. Well, I listen, am doing something about it. Nobody back, else is doing anything about back, it. Back up, no, Dave. But you <laughs> want to know what you're doing right now? You're the naked guy in the subway fucking screaming that he wants to fight black people you need to stop with that we get it what you need to do is just wake up you're just people that want to wake up you don't have to be bothered with anyone else let them all call you conspiracy guy or weirdo and don't be harsh with them understand they're ignorant but by screaming i have guns is going to have them just come to you don't be ridiculous be be 007 about it be smart 
don't be creepy. The, oh, you're the white dude down the street with the gun, you fucking redneck. Don't do is that. It, is it creepy that I want to protect my house? And, and no, it's, it's not creepy it's, for me. I live for, in a place where I can't have my shit, and guess what I have? My shit. So eat it. I'm just in the same boat as you. And please it's don't the same be the exact thing. And please don't be the naked guy in the subway screen. And I, have, I couldn't I handle have, that. We have a, a, a designated FEMA spot 15 minutes from here on the, off the subway platform. And people have seen it. It's a quarter mile out of, out of New Rochelle, New York. Yeah, you know what's going to happen. You know what's going to happen when you're in you, when you guys are in FEMA camps and they hear, "Hey, man, what happened to fucking Dave Cunningham?" I'm not going to a FEMA camp. I hear you. I'm not saying that you will, but what the problem is is that we you can't single yourself out. You need to surround yourself with Bullshit. many. No, you need what? to surround yourself with many. We get it. You got to just make people like you, dude. That's it. Make them like you. Make them that angry. Let's let's reach out to the listeners. I, anybody out there that want to throw in on this conversation? It's a superpower, man. It's passionate, brother. I don't know what you were drinking tonight, but you and Billy D got some shit in common. <laughs> Four locos. No, well, listen, it'll work. I'm not. I'm, I'm actually not, mostly sober at this point. I'm, I'm not hating on you, brother. I'm. I just hear the passion, I, I, and I, I feel. I feel your pain. I'm not hating on you either. I'm actually using you as the typical person who's. Uh, I shouldn't say typical because you're not, but I'm actually bouncing shit off of you that I bounce off of other people. I'm using you as an example. Dude, I'm, I'm your boy. I'm you have to let it out. That you're, that you're taking it because most people won't. No, they, they won't, will not. I Look, I look over at my girl sometimes, and she gets it, and then I'll just get like you do, and she'll look at me like, okay, enough. Because but my rants go off into aliens, so you guys have no idea what it gets in. Around. <laughs> I've seen some of your posts, man. Yeah, I, I do want to. I think one week I want to. I want to cover. I don't. I, I believe in aliens. I always have. I, th- I actually think I've seen a flying but saucer. You're not. You got two of them on with you tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the truth? Um, but you know, it, I'd like to do that one night and see what the new research is. Because since I've gotten into this, I haven't really. Bro, I posted the best of November last week, and it will make you shit your pants. Yo, I have a quick question for you. What's that? There was a was there a girl earlier, the California Cajun, I think. California Cajun, Jackie Dabs. Yes. Is it her birthday? Yes, today is her birthday. <clears throat> Happy birthday, right. Jazzy. Yo, yo, Jazzy. It's your birthday, Jazzy Dabs. You waited all year long. Now, I know she's got two hands, so Face brought this girl two bongs. So don't tease the crowd, because I brought my crew. You're listening to Frank Castle and Sean Raz on the first 52. Happy birthday. Nice. Woo! <laughs> very nice, very nice. There you go, I got to punch out, my guys. All right, brother. Hey, thanks so much for joining us. We'll talk to you again real soon. Make sure you guys check Amazon and iTunes for uh, Come Alive by Frank Castle and watch for more stuff coming from Frank. Let us know. Love you guys so much. Thanks. The first 52 is the bomb diggity. Thanks, brother. We'll talk to you soon. Peace out. Later, brother. Very nice. I love having Frank on. Dave, that was really great interaction. Um, you know, you were getting a little uh, a little wired up there, which is fine, but you also uh, – you. you uh, you were overmodulating a little bit, so when you get fired up, you got to back up a little bit. <laughs> That's why I kept trying to cut in. <laughs> Sorry, it's all right. It's all right. I, I I have it set so that I should stay about four inches away from my mic, and then when I start yelling, I get right up on it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I was I had to bring you down, but I had to bring him up. So it was like you'd like start up, and then you'd be screaming in my ear because I had you up. 
Sorry, man. It's all right. It's all right. That was good interaction. Technical issues. I hope hope you walked away with something from that. I hope Frank walked away. I did not at all. Nothing's going to change. You really friggin' are, Dave. (laughs) You're such a pain in the ass. Sometimes. Yeah, I know. You know know what I realized? Talking to me is like talking to Brad Friedman. No, it's like talking it's to a, fucking a brick pain in the wall. Ass. Yeah, a brick wall. I'd go with the brick wall before I'd say Brad Freeman, honestly. Yeah, I agree with that. I definitely agree with that. We got uh, about eight minutes before we're going to go into another break here. Um, I got some 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 audio to play in the next hour. I want to take some phone calls in the next hour. And I've still got one, two, going three. Going to 12? Yeah, yeah, we're doing, yeah. we're. In a, I'm not going to do two hours. <laughs> I, I can't. Yeah, uh, lovely. <laughs> um, I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven articles. That's that's why I can't do two hours because I have too much information to talk about. The first two hours we covered Frank Castle and his new song and um, the article from uh, the local Inglewood newspaper here. So, and that was. Uh, I hope you all listened to that story and, and heard what we talked about because the first fifty-two is a very starbursting show. Uh, and we never really stay on one topic, and we we really moved off on like six or seven different topics from Did that. You sit still, <laughs> sir. You're all I'm a little over fired up right place. now. Yeah, I know. Well, I didn't. And and if anybody can notice or can tell, uh, I've decided Dave took my place tonight, being the drunk one, because I've decided to 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 back my. You know, we used to sit and have a bunch of beers while we were on, and I, I backed that down a little bit, and and I'm not drinking quite as much uh, on air, and I feel I'm having. I'm getting a little energized right now is what's happening. So uh, I think this the, the third hour is going to be a lot of fun. I think we'll have a bunch of callers. I hope we have a bunch of callers. Um, get that number out. Don't call till after the music's over, though, um, after the break. That's going to be 941-421-0401. Uh, will be the number to call in and join us. Uh, you got a couple minutes here, but, again, I don't, I don't want you to have to hold through the break. So uh, let's just wait till after the break to bring you guys in. Uh, I don't know. I, I got yeah. so much. Can, I'm I, looking can at. I have a? Can I make a request? Sure. What's that? Can you play Frank's song again? <laughs> I actually like it. <laughs> yeah, we'll play that again before we uh, before we close. Well, I could. Hold on. Let's just uh, play the song. Yeah. Well, I don't want to just play it right this second, but just, no, we'll play it right. This we'll go second. out to Why the not? break. I, well, because I gotta break up the break here now. So mm-hmm. give me a second. Um, I'm just complaining that I'm that I'm swallowing the mic. So I gotta. I'm sorry. I gotta. Who's complaining? You're swallowing the mic. Who wants you to swallow what? No, no, no. The chat room was just saying the same thing that you said, that I was, I'm too loud. Yeah. Well, yeah, you you might just need to bring your level down a little bit for me. I did already. Okay, cool. That'll probably do it pretty good then. Well, well don't also, get closer, though, if you brought the level down, dummy. Well, no, if I, <laughs> uh, if I stop yelling, too, it'd probably be better. Yeah, that would help a lot with that. Uh, did you see the, the uh, Yahoo News article about Tommy Chung that I posted this week? I did not. Tommy Chung on Le- Chung on legalization movement. We're probably going to disband the DEA. <clears throat> and this was uh, December 6th, Thursday. And it uh, goes on to read, Tommy Chung, the actor, comedian, marijuana activist, believes the legalization of recreational use of the drug in two states last month has rekindled the pro-pot movement. Washington and Colorado are just the, the toe in the water, Chung says in an interview on Al Gore on Al Gore's current TV network on Wednesday. Uh, the whole body's following. Chong, best known for his role uh, opposite Richard Cheech Marin in Up in Smoke, predicted that the November 6th votes 
will have a ripple effect on the rest of the country, including the dissolution of the Drug Enforcement Administration. It's going to empty the jails, and we're probably going to disband the DEA, Chong 74 said, pumping his fist. In 2003, Chong was sentenced to a nine-month to nine months in federal prison for selling bongs and marijuana pipes through his company, Nice Dreams Enterprise. 18 states, including Massachusetts... Hold, hold on a second. I just want to uh, interject here that he sold bongs across state lines. Yes. Yeah, it wasn't, so in the state he was in, he was allowed to. Well, it wasn't even state lines. Um, it was actually to a state it wasn't allowed to be shipped to. Yeah, Pennsylvania. And it, it turns country. out it was a setup in the long run. So... Oh, yeah. Uh, but 18 states, including Massachusetts, which overwhelmingly approved the measure on Election Day, and the District of Columbia currently have laws allowing medical use of marijuana. Uh, legalization be- became law in the United S- in the state of Washington on Thursday, and hundreds of supporters gathered under Seattle's Space Needle before noon to, sp- to before noon to spark up together. Uh, that would have been a lot of fun to do. I would have loved to By have the been way, there. That act. Of them sparking up outside, mm-hmm. despite the fact that it's legal, mm-hmm. that it's legal for recreational use, is still illegal. It's similar to you drinking a beer out on a public roadway. It's it's out in public. And uh, I, I'd have to say kudos to the Washington police for not arresting anybody. Yeah, and you know what? I didn't pull up uh, an article I had posted earlier, and I meant to pull this one up. Maybe I'll find it during the break. Because uh, uh, I actually went out today and printed up a lot of my articles, and I like this a lot better. To have them in my hand, uh, get something to yeah. hold. You know, it's like nice to hear it too. <laughs> you like yeah, to hear you it? Have that rustling noise. It actually fun. sounds like I'm uh, doing a, a radio show a little bit. Yeah, there you go. Dave's got his rustling noise now. <laughs> oh, you guys. Um, smart. But yeah, I, I actually, you know what? When I come back from the break, I'm going to find it because the the police department. I know Shannon covered it yesterday, I believe, on the Shannon Burke show on Radio IO. Um, they actually the letter they put out and the statement they made about getting high it's just comical so let's just uh let's just take this mess here you know, what they say if any if they want to get baked order a pizza and eat cheetos they could do it in the privacy of their own home or some shit like that yeah that's what it is they've yeah, got yeah. a campaign out now to to tell everybody that you just got to do it in you know not in public so um when we come back from the break i'm going to uh to cover that and uh, we'll figure out if I can see if I can get the damn papers out of my way. Now I got to deal with papers in my way. We'll uh, we'll cover over all that what what was said by the law enforcement, and uh, I, I think you're going to be really surprised by that. And then after that, we're going to cover some uh, NSA news, um, some more police news, but on the negative side, uh, and then some funny police news I got here. And uh, some CIA news also. So we got a lot more to talk about in the third hour of the first 52. Uh, you're here live on RazRadioLive.com or you're listening on TuneIn Radio. You can also get us after the fact on Stitcher and uh, also downloadable at RazRadioLive.com.
You're listening to the first 52. God only knows why.
That's right. Welcome back to First 52 on RazRadioLive.com. Appreciate you being here. If you want to join in on the conversation during the third hour, you can reach us at 941-421-0401. Remember, you will be live when we pick you up, so just hold till we come to you, please. Uh, We'll be happy to discuss whatever it is you'd like to discuss with us. We'll have a little fun. uh, Still share some news and information. Maybe have a little fun in the third hour. We'll see how it goes. Um, I do have a lot of articles I want to get to. But, again, if you have a question out there or if you... uh, you had something you've been thinking about or you just want to tell Dave that he actually has made a difference to you you know you can call and tell him that that maybe uh, maybe uh, he impacted how you think and how you operate every day you know so uh, you know give us a call 941-421-0401 if you want to join us because we'd be happy to have you join us right Dave oh I guess I gotta bring Dave back up so we can hear him there we are right Dave absolutely alright good 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 now it's been a great show so far and and like I said, you had a great interaction there, so I really enjoyed it. I like it. Frank. I like Frank a lot. I, I didn't like, get to talk like, much. Uh, his attitude. I like. The, the, I'm starting to really like the music, and uh, you know, because we're fellow New Yorkers, you know, like we we kind of get along on a level that, you know, I don't get along with mon- most people. Yeah, yeah, no, and it does make a difference that you are fellow New Yorkers. You guys uh, can can go at it a little harder than most people realize because that's just kind of how New Yorkers talk to each other, you know? It's just you, you kind of automatically click into that mode. My mom and I, you know, I'm not a New Yorker. My mom's a New Yorker. I'm a Jersey boy. Um, but I grew up around my mother, obviously. She raised me. And uh, we do the same thing. We, we when, when we're having a discussion, even if it's the most pleasant discussion in the world, we could just be having a nice, you know, discussion to us. But everybody around us is like, Jesus Christ, why are you guys arguing? <laughs> you know, it's just it's the, the way we are. They're kind of mean to each other. Yeah, we can be kind of mean to each other sometimes. But, you know, I love her. It's my mom. What else am I going to do? That's just how we talk to each other. Right. <clears throat> so uh, let's let's talk some, some, funny, uh, <laughs> some funny police news. Uh, this is from December 5th. Uh, where did I get this from? Uh, it looks like uh, CBS Pittsburgh, local CBS, publica- uh, CBS News in Pittsburgh. XPA trooper claims he was fired over Ebonics. Did you see this one at all? I saw the headlines and it was it looked so ridiculous as like, I'm not even gonna fucking read this. <laughs> yeah, I, I actually read it. I actually found it kind of funny. Uh it says here a black man contends uh he was fired at the end of his eighteen month prohibition period as a state trooper for false claims that he didn't properly write reports and sometimes used Ebonics in doing so. It's <laughs> more fucking ridiculous than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. The federal lawsuit was filed Tuesday on behalf of William Peake, 29 of Shewickley, who graduated from the police academy in May 2009, and soon after was stationed at the Uniontown Barracks, which his attorney contends, em- contends employs nearly all white troopers. <clears throat> Peek was required to sign a termination letter content, uh, contending he would... There's a lot of contending in this thing. Uh, he was he was let go... Not your favorite word. Oh, God, contending? <laughs> Good God. That's like, what was the one... Uh, shit, what was... Compartmentalization. No, no. I, one? No, word? I'm not talking the word I couldn't say. Um, there was a word that, that Obama used, like, 200 times the first, like, six months he was in office. I can't remember the word right now, but it was, right, forget it. Just they counted on. it out, and it was ridiculous. Move along. Um, okay. 
Peak was required to sign a termination letter contending he was let go for a lack of solid job knowledge and basic police skills and other officer public safety concerns. (laughs) I'm sorry. I got to stop you right there. So this motherfucker, Bill Peak, made it through uh, all the training and then was hired on as a cop. And that's where the problem was. Yeah, well, yeah, I guess that's what they're saying. Your tax dollars at work, your law enforcement. <laughs> Gotta love Dave. And, and, and now from this point on, since you, what you heard me say an hour ago, when I say your tax dollars, I mean your tax dollars. Because I ain't paying for that shit. <laughs> uh, you still do. you got to pay a sales tax. Federal ta- really? Tell me where. Well, don't you buy stuff? Sure. Tell me what I buy and what I pay sa- sales tax oh, on. Don't you pay sales tax on something? On what? Food? No, you don't pay sales tax on food. All right, so what? You know, I, you know, I'm running biodiesel, right? Do I pay fuel tax? No, I guess you don't pay pay full fuel tax. Uh-huh, now you're starting to see. Uh-huh. See, uh-huh. Dave does it. I am tax free, motherfucker. <laughs> All right, can I finish this story here? Uh, <clears throat> uh, not spelling out the letter, or not spelled out in the letter, in that letter in November 2010. According to the lawsuit, the reason Peaks firing have no substantial basis in fact and are not worthy of belief. That didn't make any sense. You broke me up and that didn't make any sense. So, basically he's suing. It says here lawsuit contends Peak was one of four black officers out about 70 out out of about 75 police academy class members. Um policy of practice of not hiring sufficient number of African Americans. Uh, so uh, yeah. It just goes on and on and on. So that one can go All right, that so, way. So you're telling me that because now you, uh, I am not prejudiced at all. Where I grew up, you know, there was I had all kinds of people around me. I am not prejudiced at all, but I am not for affirmative action. Right. So this guy got through the system, made it all the way up to where he got hired, and he's still unable to handle his job due to the basic vocabulary skills right so where has he, where has the system failed him right did this did, did the uh did the uh police academy system fail him till he got to you know the job or did the entire system fuck him over from first grade to his job well partly the system i agree but okay. I, I would agree okay. partly the system but i would also agree that it was partly his parents hold on all paid by your dollar yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you paid taxes up till three years ago, so paid for your dollar too. I probably paid a good portion of that shit too, because I I filed single zero most of my life. Oh, jeez. Uh so yeah, that was just a bunch of crap. Didn't really, when I read it, I took it a different way the first time. Your government at work. Yeah, I know, I know, Dave. I know, I know. What are we gonna do? We got to figure it out how to how to get this. We have to come up with solutions and not just. Show the Stop problem. Paying for it. Yeah. If you don't like, if you don't like a service, like let's say you don't like your cable service, do you continue to pay for it? No, of course not. You stopped paying for it. So why? Why? I, I just don't understand why people don't get that. Stop fucking paying for it. Because yeah, some of us are going to go to jail, and I'll be the first one. <laughs> well, but see, but, people are afraid to to have to to do that. You know. You know what? It, I sleep well at night. Okay, it doesn't. It, it bothers me that people are dying every day from their own hands in the military. All right, more people die from their own hands than are actually killed in in, in combat. And right. this this goes, you know, active military and actually um, 
Well, in 2012 has been the highest ever on record for military suicide. Right. I'm not paying for that shit. Right. Right. And okay. that's a sin. You know, I, I had... And, and it makes me feel bad that these people are losing their fathers, brothers, sisters, and mothers for for for, for whatever fucked up thing is going on. Well, we but had a, we I, had a suicide. We had a suicide in my um, reserve unit. Now I wasn't in that unit yet. I had transferred in after. Um, but this they had got activated and they were down at Fort Bragg for thirteen or fourteen months as a reserve unit activated to cover for the for the active duty people that were overseas. So at least they didn't have to go overseas. So you got to give them that. But the guy hung himself in the motor pool um, because he was so distraught from being away from his family. And he wasn't even overseas. So I couldn't even imagine what some of these people are going through three, four, five times over there um, right. playing this it's, stupid game. It was a game. motor pool in the United States, and he, and he hung himself. All right. That, I would have to think that that probably I, – I, you know me. I'd love to blame it on the government. I would have to think that this guy's got some other issues. But what about the guys that are coming back from active duty after going three or four tours, and they come back, and they beat the shit out of their wives and kids, and, you know, and then they off themselves? Those are the ones that I care about. Those are the guys that are fucked forever. Right. And the only way out is to eat a bullet. Yeah, it is. It is a sad, sad situation that we're sending. And I got lucky. I never got sent over there anywhere, you know. And I've got to say, I'm I'm very happy that I didn't. Um, You're very lucky that you. Didn't. Yeah, I'm very lucky I didn't. Um, would it have changed me? More than likely, I, I, we've got our my brother-in-law, Lexi's sister's husband. Um, he's set to. Isn't he set to deploy soon? As far as I knew, it should have been months ago, and. I don't know. I don't know. It keeps changing, so I'm not really sure. I think it might be January now. I'm not certain. Yeah, because I thought it was September originally. It was, and it keeps getting bumped, and I'm not really sure what's going on with that, to be honest. You know what scares the shit out of me is that um, I, I think that we're going to be – we're heading down uh, World War Three, right? And I think that they're gonna there's going to be a time where they're, they're going to pull out government service. You have to do government service, and that's going to be a veiled draft. And my son, and you have a 17-year-old son at this point. Yep. My yep. son's 19, and he's capable of fucking pulling the trigger. I fear that, you know, if, if that shit happens, I'm kidnapping that motherfucker. I'm taking him to... Honduras? Honduras? A place unknown. Undisclosed location. Well, as we're speaking about overseas and everything, one of the articles I got uh, is actually from uh, uh, Deadline Live with Jack Blood. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't heard much. I, I, whatever happened with him on DC, I wonder. He hasn't been back in a while. Uh, I have to ask Ledge that one. Um, the, the the headline, CIA moves swift, swiftly to scrub abandoned Libyan, Libya facility after attack. Have you seen this article? I read part of that, and I, I, I have a hard time buying some of the stuff that I see somewhere, and uh, Deadline actually is one of those places. Not that I discount it, it's just one of the ones that are like, all right, let me put the story here, and if I see more evidence, then I'll then I'll buy it. But um, I just I have a hard time buying it. Well, let's give the uh, let me let me put the story out there for the listeners to hear. Uh, within eight hours of the initial attack on the United States diplomatic facility in Benghazi, Libya, the CIA decided to scrub and abandon rather than protect its annex. And military intelligence, so a military intelligence source, told Fox News, the defensive posture was no longer 
sustainable, the source told Fox News, revealing for the first time how quickly the CIA chose to secure classified material and close down the facility after it took indirect fire from two mortars at about 5.15 a.m. local time on September 12th. The adjoining U.S. consulate, by contrast, has never been secured even three months after the attack. The process to sanitize the CIA began on September 11th after the consulate was attacked around 9.35 p.m. local time. The initial stage of the agency's proscribed evacuation plan kicked in as a precautionary step. Given the CIA... I'm sorry about the mouth breathing there, guys. (laughs) Given the CIA annex was designated a high-threat posting by the agency and described to Fox News as having an exponent... Benchinary, exponentiary feeling. <laughs> say that again. Exponentiary. Wait, I Ex- can't even say it. Expeditionary feeling. There was not a lot of classified material to dispose of. <laughs> classified communication equipment was also near minimal. Within two and a half hours of the decision by the CIA chief of base, the agency's point person in Benghazi, the annex was cleared of the classified material and equipment. Both CIA Director David Petraeus and Director of National Intelligence James Clapper, who oversees the nation's 16 intelligence agencies, were notified of the decision which was made on the grounds on, on the ground in Libya and not directed by Washington. Fox News has pre- previously reported... All right, all right. Pause. Pause. All right. Do you see a, a, a CIA, Central Intelligence Agency, is actually performing military actions without the guidance of the chief of the military. Right. What does that tell you? Well, the CIA shouldn't be operating, period. That's a whole other discussion rogue. we could have. They've gone rogue. They've gone rogue a long time ago, and that actually leads into another article that I have down here. So let me finish this one, and we'll discuss the, the rogueness, because it goes to back to Benghazi. It goes back to um, what my thoughts are on this whole thing with Petraeus, and what's going on between the CIA and the military-industrial complex. So let me get this article done, and we'll go there. Uh, Fox News has previously reported, based on conversations with current and former intelligence officials, that there is significant evidence that terrorist attacks in Benghazi was designed to flush out remaining Westerner influence in eastern Libya, and specifically the growing CIA presence. Although the CIA put al-Qaeda in place in Libya to take over and get rid of Madame, uh, um, um, what the hell was his name, Muammar Gaddafi. So that's we know the CIA is there. They're running the whole operation. The Benghazi consulate, where Ambassador Christopher Stevens and Foreign Service Officer Sean Smith were killed, was never secured in the same way. As recently as November 1st, six weeks after the terrorist attack, and nearly a month after an FBI team briefly collected evidence there, Foreign Policy... Policy magazine reported. Wait, well, all right, let me let me let me point out. FBI briefly collected uh, evidence there, which again, the FBI is only supposed to work within the confines of the United States. By right, the way. exactly. Yep, yep. And I was going to say, and again, that's their job is to work within the confines of the United States. And the CIA, its initial job, the creation of it, was not to monitor. Um, American, Every fucking thing on the planet. Yeah, just to monitor our enemies, and they're they're not legally allowed to operate within the United States, which is why they had to come up with the Department of Homeland Security and the TSA and all these other funky organizations. Now there's a new one out there, the DHI. Have you seen this one yet? It's basically oh, the military's God. version. Of, it's I think it's the DHI. We'll have to talk about that next week. It's uh, 
It's the military's version of the CIA. It's actually the covert operation for the military. So this wait, 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 wait. CIA is running drone attacks all over the planet, and that, and that, which is military actions. And the military now needs its own version of the CIA, right? Isn't that what the CIA is? Well, that's what it's supposed to be, and that that brings it's us work. This brings us to my whole Benghazi, the whole Petraeus. Um, who was the other admiral that got taken down with Petraeus that same um, time? I don't um, know, Pocahontas. I, I don't remember his name. Anyway. Uh, well, today it came out, November 21st, November, oh, this is November 21st, I'm sorry. Uh, about two more U.S. Navy commanders were relieved of command as Obama continues military purge. They're eliminating the high-level military personnel that aren't going to follow the rules of the CIA or the laws of the CIA or, or continue along with this takeover of America. We, we have, I think what we're seeing are a lot of Smedley Butlers getting kicked out is what I think we're seeing with Petraeus, with um, I, the other the other one, I can't remember his name. He was here in Tampa also. Um, he was involved with the whole scandal. Um, but we have two more getting kicked out. Um, it's We have people taking early retirements in the military. I honestly believe that the CIA and the military-industrial complex are having a major battle amongst themselves, and it's causing them to have some issues, and that's giving us traction to catch up in this whole effort that we're fighting. So you really think that the two of them are actually battling each other? Yeah. Don't think it's a coordinated effort? No, I think that that the part, part of the reason why um, the elite have not won yet, the banking cartels, the military-industrial complex, or whatever the hell you want to call them, the reason they haven't won yet is because they are evil and they don't trust each other. So they constantly are fighting with each other, and they can't decide to do the same damn thing. Both are evil, and I and I really don't. I, I do not believe that they're that 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 it's that they're against each other. I think it's coordinated. I think what you're seeing here with Petraeus and the people around the Tampa Bay area that are that are saying, you know, oh, I've been mixed up with this. I think it's all coordinated. Nothing happens without a, a plan. Well, it is. It's it's absolutely co- coordinated, Dave. Um, they're they're trying to eliminate the people that are going to cause them problems when they try to drop the final hammer. You know, if you listen to Stephen Pachenik, I don't know if you've heard any of his interviews recently or over the past two years. Um, he talks about this stuff all the time, and he's been talking about this exact thing we're seeing right now. A year and a half ago, he talked about this happening, and we're going to start seeing these high-level generals either getting thrown out or starting to speak up. So the problem... All right, so, so what does that tell you? They're, all right, they're getting thrown out or well, because before they get to speak up. What does that tell you? It, it's cor- Well, I'm going to answer it. It's it, corrupt. It, it tells I, me it's corrupt from the core. Right, I know, I know what it tells you. And here's the problem. These guys that we're seeing, and I'm not saying they're good guys. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying they're going to come out and save the world and all of a sudden we're going to defeat the New World Order because these, these generals and these, these uh, admirals are, are getting kicked out of the military. But what I am saying is they're, they're purging out the people they're worried about. Um, these people will stand by our side. They, they, Bullshit. They, they, Nobody they, stands by our side. They are all about... Fucking Ron Paul couldn't. They are all outside. about. Listen, they are all about U.S. exceptionalism. They're okay with the U.S. being the superpower. They want 
the U.S. to be the superpower. They don't so, mind. So they don't. Any, they they don't mind. The country wants us to be the superpower. They don't mind. Well, yeah, of course they do. But the difference is they see what these guys are seeing, what's going on in the upper levels, the upper echelons, and they they won't stand by and let the country be taken down. And they I think they see that that's where this is all going. And I think that's why they're being purged out because they're not going to follow the rules, that the, the laws or the rules or the, the directions or the orders that are going to bring them into okay, our country. Okay, so let's say you're right. What does that mean? They're getting pushed out. They, which means they have no power, and Petraeus has no fucking credibility because he's got these three beautiful hot chicks that are supposedly fucking him. Hmm. What does that mean? Kind of scary, kind of weird that that happened. Thing. It means all it means is that you and I and Lexi are right, but that doesn't mean jack shit in the grand scheme of things. It's kind of funny how they always get people on stuff that destroys them. Right, and and that's by design. Right, exactly. It is very well. Very they, they get you by design. You go into the, the, the system, you become powerful with and with a little bit of money, all of a sudden some hot chicks come around and tickle your balls, and they get a picture of it. Now all of a sudden they're going to say, hey, I got this hot chick uh, tickling your balls. I'm going to show your wife and kids uh, this picture, and I'm going to destroy you, and you either tow the line or you take the destruction. See, a guy like me... You take the destruction. ...and... Who ha- you know whose kid is old enough? Who I, I I am the guy that they worry about. Although I would never get involved in that shit because uh, you to be honest with you, I'm easily bought off. Somebody gave me ten million dollars. <laughs> I'll let you do whatever the fuck you want to do. Uh, Dave, really? Come on. Absolutely, I'm easily bought off. Oh my goodness, Obama phone, and you can be bought off real easily. <clears throat> Don't forget the food stamps. Uh, and the, oh yeah, food stamps too. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, do we want to talk about? Bob Costas next, or um, ADHD <laughs> drugs? Who? Bob Costas or ADHD drugs? Uh, either one will piss me off. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, because I, I got some audio here, so let's do some audio <clears throat> and uh, give everybody a, a moment of, of a pause. Let's start with the ADHD drugs, the dangerous effects of ADHD, uh, ADD and ADHD drugs. This is uh, from Natural News dot com or naturalnewstv.com or whatever the heck he's calling it now. Hold on. And we need news noise. Medications that, that people uh, or have their kids on for ADHD and, and symptoms like that. Uh, what do those medications do if they continue the poor diet that they have? What does that do to the body? Well, that's really a very good question because the medical community believes, <laughs> they really believe that I believe that they believe that ADHD is lack of that medication. Mm -hmm. So let's use Ritalin for an example. It's a stimulant. They don't even know why it works. They just know that it does just contrary to what it's supposed to. And you gotta love when you're working off the internet, because things sometimes just don't want to continue to cooperate. So it's uh, it's loading. It's loading. It's been sitting here loaded That's for That's why you should hour. download it and play it from your computer. I try to do I don't always have time to do that. And guess what? Sam's been and been skipping on me all night also. Uh, yeah, so we'll see if this decides it wants to play again. But basically what they're going to tell you here is, um, you know, the, these drugs that, that we're giving our children for ADD and ADHD are, um, are stimulants. They're, they're basically might as well be putting coke up your kid's nose. nose. Um, <laughs> I beg to differ. 
Well, I've I'm, seen guys with, on coke, and I've seen my kid on ADHD medicine, and it, it's quite different. Well, there's a reason it's quite different, because there is an imbalance in your son that's causing... There is not. <laughs> well, listen, listen. I, I don't mean it's an imbalance that's bad. My, our, our, they're going to tell us we got to put our kid on, AD, on, on the same stuff, and we won't. Um, we'll get through it. My cousin... He, they tried putting him on, and my aunt refused, and they, she finally got him into football, and that the coach brought him around, and that's how he got past his hyperactivity. Um, so it, it's the reason why you do see that is because there obviously is some kind of imbalance or some kind of high level of something at that age. So you're going to put the stimulant into the child to try to eliminate this problem is it really imbalanced, though, or is it that well, it's natural. youth is not being challenged like they should be anymore? Well, and somebody that has excessive energy or what have you is, you know, considered weird and different, and you're not normal, and you need to be like everybody else. And, well, that's not fair. That just means that you have to challenge them a little bit more, and it works. How about that? Exactly, exactly. My son was diagnosed at, at a first grade with ADHD, and we we pushed the medica- medication till like, I don't know, fourth or fifth grade or some shit like that, and he only took it for like two years. And I figured out a way to challenge my son, and I noticed that, you know, he, here's the thing. We're growing up in a way that we, we, were, we were taught to read books and watch something on television here and there, right? And that's how... That's that's the stimulus that we had today. We've got cell phones, text, Facebook, internet, um, you know, 150 channels on TV that they're surfing through. There's so much stimuli being thrown at them, at them that they know how to handle it. Whereas people like me, you, and the teachers that are teaching these motherfuckers don't know how to handle it. And they don't know how to cater to that. Whereas if you give a kid the chance to, they, they can, um, intake the, the information so so much faster than we can. We can't comprehend that. So we want to slow them down so that we can ha- can teach them. Right. We want to slow them down actually to the point where they're just sitting in the corner doing what they're told. And I fucking hated it when I saw my, you know, I picked my son up from school one time and I like one, two o'clock in the afternoon on a Friday and I had him for six hours before before he, he became himself again. I fucking hated it and I told my, my ex-wife, don't ever, don't ever give him that shit again because he's a different person and they just need to know how to stimulate people and I figured that out when my son lived with me for the first time when he was first 14 mm-hmm. I figured out how to, how to stimulate him well but we're all so lazy we want everything easy we want even raising our children to be easy and that's what it is that's that's it's, the, it's, it's not even that we want it easy it is easy everything's instant gratification everything has been made so easy why bother making it difficult on yourself why problem solve everything can be right there for you right now and and that's our biggest issue right now. It is harder to parent these days and it is harder to make sense of things and it and it you know, you could sit there and, and it's considered responsible to go ahead and medicate your child and do what's right. It's not what's right. It doesn't feel right. It's not good to alter your children. There's nothing wrong with your children. Just because they do a little bit more or a little bit less doesn't make them bad people. They shouldn't be drugged because of it. We're all different. We're meant to be different. That's what makes the world go round. Right, but the problem is that society tells us that we shouldn't be different. You know, everybody should sit down, shut up, and be a fucking worker bee, where some of us don't want to be that way. Right. And, it, and it goes against 
our 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 bodies to be that way and that's why you know since first grade my son's been bucking the system it's not that he's stupid and it's not that he wants to start shit he just doesn't want to fucking be there and because the teachers weren't entertaining enough for him so what is he going to do he's going to fucking flick the ear of the guy next to him and See, I told you it would piss me off. I wish everybody could see Dave's face right now as he's saying this. Maybe one day we'll do a, a get up to where we're doing video, like a TV type thing. Because it's just so funny too. to see his face when he's he, he's he definitely does. You can see the passion in his face about this that it bothers him. Um, you know, I don't use pharmaceuticals. You know, so that would never even be an option with Mikey. So let th- me ask you guys something. All right, let me ask you something. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you something. When was the last time you guys read a book? Um, I was reading one on the cruise in May. No, right. uh, no I mean June or July, whenever the hell that was. Didn't one of the guests send you a book, I don't know, a year ago? That was the one I was reading. Okay, have you finished it? No, not yet. Okay. I don't have time. Well, why is that? Because I don't have time. I'm reading news articles constantly. No, because we now, because you and I and your wife there, now, we, now we're also part of the generation where we can intake information much faster than books can. Right? I don't know about you, but I can't read an article more than two pages long. Right? Uh, if it's something that interests me, it's got to be a pa- page I'm fine with. Four paragraphs, I'm great. And I read probably 100 pages a day Yeah. because right? I don't work. But um, you're the same way. And that's what that's this is. I haven't read a book. I've got my fucking monitor sitting right in front of me is sitting on a, on a book to lift it up. It's the Ron Paul Revolution book, which I read 18 pages out of it. I've got four or five other books over in my living room that I bought and I won't read because it doesn't cater to the fast input of my brain at this point because I could I could find out whatever the fuck we are this close to the matrix because. If I want to learn how to fly an air, uh, a helicopter, you go online. What I gotta do is watch a YouTube video, right? And boom! Now I know how to do it. I might not be good at it, but now I know how to do it. Before we had to read books, we somebody had to teach us in front of a classroom, and study and it. Us. That's not the way it is now. Yeah. And you and you and me, we have ADHD, and oh. what, of course our kids are going to have this shit. Well, Dave, you're on fire tonight, dude. Four loco. Yeah, obviously the four locos. Yeah, no, and that that is very true. You know, I've I, I try to read books. I really do because I try. I like to know history. I like to try to to understand things that have happened. And that's you know, books are to tell you what's happened. Um, but in this world we're living in, if you take the time to actually sit and read a book, you lose track of what's going on now. And it, it's really hard to to balance in between. That's why on the cruise I actually got a lot of, a lot of that book done. Um, but it is. It's I and I know people that are still. I mean, you know, Lexi will grab a book every once in a while. It's been more than since the cruise that you've read a book. I know that. Yeah, she's dragging her. Yeah, it, it, uh, yeah, I'm not proud. Yeah, I know. I know. It's been. It, it's hard though. It, when you're when you're researching constantly, it's hard. It's not hard. It's not entertaining. It doesn't cater to us. Books are old technology. I th- I you know I disagree. I think it's entertaining. I, you know, I think reading definitely, at least for me, anyways, it's sort of an escape. And I I don't I won't necessarily go out and hunt down a Susan Lindauer you know autobiography type situation. But you know I like things that offer an escape sort of a thing. I I find it as one of my bread and circus options. And I I don't have any 
issues with a little bit of distraction here and there. But then again, I haven't had time for that lately. But that's what it would be for me anyway. So I guess that's not such a bad thing. <laughs> not a bad thing? Yeah. All right. So, all right. So you haven't really read a book that much in the last couple of years. But have you learned? Oh, God. In the last couple of years, I've learned a lot. Absolutely. Right. So what does that tell you? I, I get your point. I get your point. Trust me. And it's something actually we're trying to as good as we can because it's hard again because like you're saying it's boring to us uh, we're trying to instill reading books into Mikey we're trying to sit down with him and, and read him a story at night and make him look at it and see it because I don't want him fall they got freaking um, kids iPads now they got the leapfrog iPad the leap pot pad or the hell it's called it reads to, your books for you it teaches these kids how to use iPads at four years old really come on do we need that? No. We don't need that much technology at that young of an age. I actually honestly think it's doing damage to the brain to try to to try to do that. I don't know. It just doesn't You think it damages the brain to slow them down? No, not to slow them down. Da- oh, I, I'm are you talking about reading books? No, I think they should be reading. You're right. You want you want your kid to read a book that it takes him two and a half weeks to read something that he could see in two and a half hours in a movie format? But there's no imagination then dr- driven or, or Bullshit. developed. Bullshit, your kid has got imagination despite the fact that he doesn't have a book. He doesn't have imagination from watching movies, though, and you don't have you don't have uh, to create sorry, your wrong. scene. I, no, played, you, I played with your kid. That kid's got imagination. Well, yeah, we read him stories. We, we, he doesn't just watch TV. You've car, racing cars on a track? No, that's playing with him. That's interaction with the imagination him. Imagination that I saw. Yeah, oh, yeah, he's got imagination. Trust me. Yeah, the kid's freaking wired. But see, he... <laughs> He spends a lot of time outside, trains, trucks, bikes, running around, playing in right. the grass. He's got bug catchers and books and bubbles. You know, we encourage to be adventurous and to think of different things. And he comes up with right. crazy, wild ideas, and I love it. And what and, do you think is better think for him, that or, or sitting down at home reading a book? I think they're both good things. They're both needed. They're and both he needed. He enjoys both. You know, he. Every night before he goes to bed, he wants a book read to him. He he loves okay. that. You know, I'm not saying so. that that's bad, but don't don't force the kid to do. Well, but what I mean, no, but what I mean no, by no, damaging no. the brain asks for that, he enjoys that. What I mean by damaging the brain, though, is we're keeping we're, we're keeping our brains, we're keeping our children's brains in a high state of of overdrive constantly. We were in uh, what was what's, what's the restaurant right. we go to? Hold on, what's that restaurant we go to? Uh, I don't even want to say the name. One of the restaurants locally, it's a, it's a chain restaurant, and they just remodeled them. And they put all it was. It's a sports bar. The food's great. I love the food. But we were in there, and we didn't have Mikey with us this one time. And we're sitting there, and they're, they're, it's college game day. I think it was a Saturday afternoon, and we're eating our food. And I just looked at Lexi when we were all done, and we were going to sit for a little bit. We didn't have anywhere to be, and I went, I am overstimulated. I I can't sit in here. All these there has to be forty five TVs on the freaking wall. And I, I literally got overstimulated to where I couldn't sit in there anymore. I was getting wiry. I was getting jittery. I was like, a, I couldn't look at everything at once, you know, and it, it was too much. And I think that that is unhealthy also. And you need to sit, read that story, read that book, and take, let your brain slow down. Let your body and your brain absorb everything from the day. If you don't take that pause... Listen, you can't, you can't, if you're trying to build your muscles, you can't work out every single day. It's not going to work. No, it's, it's not right. It's not good for you. you, It's not healthy. You were at uh, at a restaurant with 45 monitors blasting, you know, 25 different shows, right? And you were overstimulated. 
What if you were in a restaurant that had one monitor playing one channel? Would you be overstimulated? Of course not. All right. Would it be better if they, if you had if they, instead of that monitor showing whatever show, would it be better if they had a book on your table? I prefer to dine without monitors and football games. Right. Can I just say that real quick? <laughs> it's your choice to go because so, not. Well, hey, I remember we used to go. You, you you come from up north. What what was on the table at Friendlies? I didn't go to Friendlies, and that's and, that, and that's kind of what I'm getting getting to. Is I while I really love Florida, Florida has nothing but institutionalized foods, right? Where I'm where I come from, and and probably Frank can probably back me up on this one if he was around. Um, we didn't go to chain restaurants. We went to the local mom and pop place. You know, I went to the pizza place around the corner from me that didn't have TVs flashing, and they didn't have 16 bits of flair on their fucking outfit. You know, they just it was a guy who had a dirty fucking. Um, thing on and he gave you your shit and he sometimes he sat down with you if he wasn't busy and that's that's kind of what I'm used to homemade food right. this institutionalized food that they have down here absolutely sucks well and that's what that's where we main, mainly go is local small restaurants um this one here is actually it's a, it's a franchise restaurant um but it's not overly large i wouldn't put it in that category of where you're thinking it's like a good afternoon spot. Yeah, it's not a bad. I mean, it, the food's good. Buffalo Wild Wings? Uh, no, no, it's uh, Beef O'Brady's. That's what oh, it was. Okay. Beef O'Brady's, which is their food's not bad. They're not totally institutionalized like the other I ones. Met a lot of assholes at Beef O'Brady's once. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that's nice to know. Uh, you, you you like your assholes? <laughs> Inside joke. <laughs> Um, but where was I going? Shit, you derailed me. Oh, but we mainly go to to local restaurants also, and they we where I'm at. You know, you've been to my town. It's a small little town. Um, when we went to the beach that day, when you were leaving, there's a restaurant on the left there that'll blow your mind. It's unbelievable. It's so good. Um, we'll have to take you there next time you come down. Yeah, it probably is because it it, it it appears to be that down there where you are is not as institutional. <laughs> Is institutionalized as it is up here in Tampa. There ain't nothing but. <laughs> when I first moved down there, I asked somebody, "Hey, uh, what's a good uh, Italian restaurant?" And everybody was like, "Oh, you should go to Carabas." I was like, "Great, there's a Carabas right up the block from where I live." And I took my girlfriend there. Worst and food. It's Italian. I hate and their it, food. It was like it was it was an Italian McDonald's. That's all it was. Yeah, yeah no, their their food's horrible. I can't stand their food. Um, we have a really. Do we find yeah we have a really good uh, Italian we have a couple good Italian places right around me and there you know you go in and there's the seventy five year old guy that owns the place that speaks broken English mm. you right know? right oh yeah, god the food. oh yeah the food is so good there He'll probably yell at you if if you do something wrong I'll probably kick you the fuck out yeah yeah it's that kind of guy yeah absolutely He'll you can also tell. sit at the table with you and eat garlic bread yeah he just sits down and chats with you all eat your food that you paid for <laughs> yeah yeah it's one of those places that's what I like I don't got that stuff here oh no we got that all over the place here it's it's and you do but it's it's so expensive up your end if for for that kind of thing you know. No man, I found an I found an Italian restaurant. I used to work for this guy. His name was Vince Rocco, right? <laughs> Couldn't get any more Italian. And I said to him, I was like, "Listen, man, you know, we just got down here, you know, a couple months back. Where's there a good Italian restaurant here?" So I asked Vince Rocco, "Where is there a good Italian place here in Tampa?" And he showed he he tells me this place, and I wound up going down there. It's a, it's in South Tampa, and I picked my girlfriend up. Like we just got paid, let's go down. 
right? They we're the first ones there. The Maitre D's got an Italian accent. The lights are low. It's an it's a one shot deal. You know, there's not a chain restaurant. I was like, I think we found our fucking place. They served us wine, and I always order chicken parmesan, right? Mm-hmm. So I order chicken parmesan, and what comes with chicken parmesan everywhere? Linguini, right? What did I get? I don't know what you get. Mashed potatoes. Uh, what? I, I looked at her, right? The guy put the plate in front of me. She looks at me, I like her, and I'm like, we're in the South. Really? Yeah, I swear to God, never went back there. Oh, my goodness. Wow. I have still yet to find a really good Italian place. If I want good pizza, I go to Jacksonville. Oh, no, I got a pizza for you when you're down next time. Maybe we'll do pizza next time you're down, too. Where do you go in Jacksonville? Because we're going up there in a couple of weeks. It's uh, right off of Bay Meadows. It's called uh, uh, Tony D's Brooklyn Pizza, right off of 9A in uh, Bay Meadows. The oh, that'll best. be close to us, too. I'll check that out. It's, it's, it's kind of in the back. It's behind the CVS. It's, if you go in there and mention my name, they'll treat you like royalty. Because oh, that's how yeah. much. The nine months I lived in Jacksonville, I was there twice a week. Like royalty. Royalty. royalty I swear to God. They, you know, I walk in, they hug me. Oh, well, I guess we'll have to go there and mention your name. They're from up north, so they know how to make the good stuff. So do I sit down at the table and go, Dave Cunningham? Absolutely. <laughs> I can tell you that. Dave Cunningham sent me, and they will treat you like royalty. Like it's Anybody code with word. the sound of my voice, Trucker Mike, he's in Jacksonville, go to fucking Tony D's Brooklyn Pizza, and we'll treat you like royalty. We got a caller on the line. Who we got there? Hey, it's uh, Brian. Hey, Brian. How you doing, bud? Hey, how's it going, guys? Not bad People at all. Call and say hi. I told you guys I, I'd uh, call in, but uh, not really, not much to say other than uh, I've been listening to the show. It sounds good. Oh, good. I'm glad you're enjoying it. What? Anything grabby tonight that we talked about? Uh, well, I I kind of see Dave's point with the uh, um and your and your guys' point with uh, reading books. Like we used to read books to our well, my wife used to read books to my kids when they would go to bed. And um, they always looked into reading books. They always wanted a, a new book to be read to them. And, um, you know, with them being in school, you know, you always tell them, you know, you got to read this, got to read that. And But I find, like, I'm with Dave. When I've gotten older now, and anything I want to read, man, I just I don't want to do it. I'd rather look on YouTube and find out how to do things. And it just I'd rather have it, like, given to me rather than read through it. Feed it That's to you. Am. You like a fed deal yeah. also. Well, that, that yeah, I, can understand, I can understand that, you know, I'm I'm still actually, believe it or not, I'm one of those guys that'll pick up a phone book, even today. I still have one. I, I like to use a phone book. I don't know why. Uh-huh. Oh, I don't have to that. You know, See, another, uh, my last book I read was uh, Bloodstains from Jeff Mudgett. What's you that about? Guys, you guys read that? No, what's that about? That's um, Bloodstains uh, about a... That did the... Uh, H.H. Holmes. Did the what, Dave? About uh, uh no, nah, about uh, H. H. Holmes. H. H. Remember, he they were talking about that. Brent was talking about it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I, I was reading that book, and it was a great book. But like I said, when when you're reading it, after a while, just like you, I I I'd find myself after about I don't know about forty five minutes into reading it, I'd have to read like some sentences over. And I'm like, wait, what the hell did that thing? What did that just say? I didn't have to catch it. And I'd have to read it over again. But, like, if if it was, like, given to me in, like, a two-hour special, I'd be, like, fixated on it. I'd be able to just watch it all the way through. So, now, the last book I read, you know. the last book I read cover to cover was The Secret Team by Fletcher Prouty. 
which is the story mm-hmm. of, the, of the inception of the CIA. Now that book I read in three days because I was so mm-hmm. in, it, it just I so wanted to, to to learn that history and that story that I literally mm-hmm. read that book in three days. Mm-hmm. So I'm I, not saying you know, that I'm not saying that reading is bad. I'm just saying that forced reading is is what's bad. If you find like you read a book in three days, that's awesome. The last mm-hmm. book I read, I also read in three days, and I think I read it twice, two different times. So it's <laughs> something that interested me. Interest me. But you know, like like Brian was saying, he was reading this book, and after a while, you know, he's 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 reading it. Then he finds he has to read the page over again because he's thinking about his fucking Monte Carlo and what he wants to do with it. <laughs> and, you know, so so what's happening is the book is not uh, grabbing his attention anymore. It, you know, something hey, else. We've, we've never met Dave, and you know me well. <laughs> I do. I, do. I, know, I know you far too well. We're both motorhead. <laughs> I can sit there and watch like the History Channel and, and watch stuff on like World War II and uh, World War One, and I, I did it um, not that long ago. It was, a, it was a, a rainy, boring Saturday, turned on the History Channel, and it was um, There's your World War Two in cover, or in cover, in color, and um, it was like a, like a four-hour like marathon. And I sat there and watched it. My wife's like, um, "We got to go to the store. Do you want to go?" I'm like, "Well, why don't you go? I'm watching this. <laughs> I'm, gonna sit here I'm watch like this really stuff. into it." But reading a book on it, I'd be like, "Oh, Jesus Christ! Let me go to the store again." Yeah, Jesus. Uh, well, right. here's the problem. Here's my problem with that, though, and and that, that is good because you are you are reaching out and, and trying to remember history and know your history. But things uh-huh. you, we we have to worry about where we get our information anymore. We don't know, and I know I don't know how deep in the rabbit hole you are. We don't know if if what they're teaching us on the History Channel is is 100 percent accurate. I've seen a lot of uh, false statements on things like that. Shit, go to go to. Sure, that that's not the point. The point is, is it keeps his attention. It's intriguing to him. Whether it's true or false is irrelevant. That's the style of learning that we have become accustomed to this day. Today, I'm 45, and I I need that kind of stuff. My son is 19, and he obviously needs all that kind of stuff. The 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 way that they are teaching people today is antiquated and ineffective. Uh, I, I, I I get your it's argument. It's a pain in the ass talking to me, isn't it? It's, all, it's always a pain in the ass talking to you, Dave. I've known that for a long time. I can't tell you how many times I, I, I make a statement, I hear somebody else on the other side go, oh. <laughs> Well, it's because it, it's because we. I'm not. I'm actually kind of anti-technology in a way. I mean, I love it. I love being able to. <laughs> Says the guy who owns their internet radio station. <laughs> Got his own chat room and everything. Right, right. <laughs> well, we have to <laughs> we have to use it, you know. I mean, if we're you gonna, better, you better cancel the show, Sean, and start a newspaper now. <laughs> oh, damn, man! Newspaper on a press. I got to get the old fashioned. Do you remember the uh, the the uh, the ditto machines they used to do? You you get the ditto and then you just sniff it when you got it. You smelled it. <laughs> yeah, I have to go back to that technology. <laughs> You get, you get those old, uh, you get those old printers from like the eighteen hundreds where you sit there and you just and you and you crank the you crank the crank. Right, right, right. You get it going. You lay you lay the letters in there each one at a time. That's <laughs> too funny. Well, I, I am I am I think technology. Although I love it, and I think uh, you know I use it every day. I rely on it for many of things, but I do think it is it is putting a damper on humanity 
I, I think it's mm-hmm. it's slowing the connection of humanity. I, we're we're not as personable with each other as we used Bullshit. to be. Shit. You are more social today than you were 10 years ago because Bullshit. you've got two Twitter accounts, two Facebook accounts, and a fucking radio show. That's not being social, though. That's a totally different. Shit! That, no, I don't. That's a different you kind of interaction. Four fucking people with the sound of your voice that are communicating with you. Yeah. That's the definition of social. I, I get that. I get that. Wait, but fuck up. It's not, it's not the same. It's different. It, it's totally different to, to communicate yeah, this way than it I is agree. to sit yeah. down with somebody, to be in a room with them, to take a walk with them, to sit on the beach with them. It's a total different experience than t- twittering to them. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. So so me, you, Brian, and your wife should be in a bar somewhere kicking back beer, and that's social? Sounds like a plan. Yeah. Right. You know what? Same thing as we're doing now. The 17th. <laughs> yeah, the 17th. <laughs> We'd have a lot more honest conversation. We'd be you know more open with each other face to face all radio and twitter and facebook and all this bullshit ever was is waiting for your turn to talk and posting up some bullshit that somebody came up with because they were bored sitting around in their living room it doesn't accomplish anything it's not a social thing it's it's really just venting out your thoughts for the day and and worship self-worship really lexi hates the internet I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> trying. She really does. I'm trying to be so a part of it. So she's prejudiced. She's prejudiced to the internet. Damn it! Like, I'm sorry. I see. Um, I see she's your not... point too, Sean. Like, like you guys, real fast. You guys talking about, um, like you have a radio show, the two twitters and everything. But I mean, I find myself like, uh, like I'll text my brother because not to be antisocial to him, but like if if you're in a rush and you don't have time, that because when you're talking on a phone. Like, I'm talking to you guys now, and, you know, you're sitting there and, like, oh, you come up with more things to say. And then sometimes, like, when you're talking to family, it's kind of hard to be like, well, okay, you know, talk to you later, this and that, and, and see you later. But when you text, it's just like, hey, I'll uh, pick you up at 5. Is that okay? Okay, great, great. See you then. And you go. But phone calls will take much longer. So the, the texting is, is like, part of the technology that, that's getting us, like, um, more lazy mm-hmm. and sort of like antisocial yeah. but at the same time still being social and it's the destroying Does that make any sense? yeah it makes absolute sense and it's destroying yeah. it's destroying the vocabulary uh, of our children yeah I mean yeah, what? they use what? all the abbreviations yeah. <laughs> wait 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 I'm gonna take it a task on this one how is it destroying the vocabulary of our children they're using abbreviations instead of words yeah. and they're using them in conversation like talking they'll say OMG to their buddy while they're standing there all right, so so all right, so so tell me, how is that destroying the vocabulary? Because what the fuck does OMG mean? It means oh my god. Okay, well, guess what? You know what? I know it. They know it. What it mean? What it's doing is it's enhancing their. Communication. I had to learn it. I didn't need. No, you're okay, killing. So you, you're, so you had to learn it, which means you had to add something to the communication. You're, Dave, you're you're speeding up communication, not adding to the communication. You're speeding it up, and you're destroying your vocabulary. They're coming up with a whole new language that's going to be a force to be reckoned with in fucking 20 years from now. All right? Like like Abonics, right? Don't, don't, be, don't hold back and say, I think we should still use cursive writing. I still think we should use the, the, the yellow pages. Embrace the technology. The communication is being enhanced by them shortening shit. They're conveying a message that you can't convey in 140 characters in regular speak. It's enhancing it. Ugh. God, Dave. Oh, God. Right. There we go again. Another <laughs> one. Oh. God, Dave. 
Because you know I'm right. Here's a, you just don't want to admit. Here's another, oh, God, no. <laughs> here's another one for you real fast. Um, you guys are talking about the uh, the technology with cars and everything. Um, I don't know. To me, all older cars have uh, more character. I like all the older cars. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'd like to have a brand-new car. But uh, one of my – let's see who it is. It's my my brother's friend, his wife. I'm friends with her on Facebook, and I read her um, post the other day. She was all happy, took a picture of her steering wheel in her BMW. She goes, here's my new steering wheel, bitches, heated steering wheel. No no need for gloves anymore. Then I was sitting there thinking, I'm like, I have a 99 Chevy Tahoe. Thing runs great. There's power windows, power locks. You know, when I lift the hood, I can see the engine and stuff like that. I'm like, what the fuck do you need a, a heated steering wheel for? I don't I don't see, like, the, like, some of the stuff they're coming out with. I just don't. So, like, okay, fine, you're too lazy to put on gloves. And then, two... The whole car is going to have heat, so the you're not going to need the heat on the steering wheel. Like I, I've never heard of uh, a heated, heated steering, steering wheel. Yeah. It's just it's fucking stupid. Well, it's, it's just a way they can add more money to the cost of it for starters, and right. it, it's to make yeah. people feel more important. Yeah. Hey, wait a and second, one more thing Brian. to go wrong, Brian. <laughs> yeah. In your yeah. 99 Tahoe, do you have heated seats? No, no. no. Have you ever sat in this a car with heated seats? Yeah, and it's um to me it's, it's annoying. It's my balls sweat. I, like even in the uh, even in the summer, I have to have the window down and with the AC going. I have the air the air on and the window down. In the winter, I don't like it too hot. So like, right. I walk through the season and it's off next to me, and okay. I'm like, well, guess what? <laughs> so I just, how could I you beat up on somebody? How could you beat up on somebody because they like their heated steering wheel? Because I don't know yeah. about you, I mean, the girls uh, that I go out with or that I've gone out uh, with. They, for some reason, their fucking hands are always cold. <laughs> right? So if they go to heat and steering wheel to make them happy, more power to them. Right? I, me personally, I, I wouldn't buy it. I got a 97 Suburban that, that's got power everything, but I don't have heated yeah. seats. I don't have I don't have heated mirrors. Well, we don't I, really need them in Florida, though, either. So. Right, right, exactly. Well, yeah, well, it's not really yeah. needed here. <laughs> Just, just, I don't say, just say steering wheel because after a few minutes, my hands are, you know, my hands are fucking radiators as it is. Um, but why are you going to shit on somebody else because that's what they want? They paid for it. What do you well, care? No, no, I'm not shitting on them. I'm just saying that, like, with all this technology that's coming out, like, like I work on alarm systems, and then sometimes the, the older systems are just so much easier to work on, like the newer stuff with the wireless stuff and the backup radios and then the, you know, card access. Like, you sometimes you just, like, that stuff's great and makes life a whole lot easier but it was actually easier to do things and work on things when it was back in the 80s when they only did limited amount of stuff. Dude, you don't got to tell me how hard shit is to work on because my truck's been sitting in the fucking <laughs> my house for two weeks because I need a special wrench to fucking take this goddamn $20 oil pressure switch out of it. And I can't fucking find it anywhere. I'm gonna have to make this thing. Oh my all right? goodness! And I, I love my truck. I love that it's diesel. I love that I can make my own fuel. But it's a fucking bitch to work on. I wish it was ten years older. <laughs> oh man! Well, it's like my Monte Carlo. I mean, when I lift up my, when I lift up the hood, all I see is the engine. I don't like you lift up the hot the top hose hood, and you see like you see hoses and stuff like that. You lift up some of the hoods and now on these newer cars, and you're like, is there an engine on there? Oh yeah, there it is. You know. So I, I'd hate to be a mechanic nowadays. There's, there's no way. Yeah, I miss my old Jeep Wrangler. You pop the hood up, you just climb up inside that sucker and do whatever you had to do. 
Right, you could change the spark plugs in a, in a straight six-cylinder engine in 35 minutes or that, less. That includes washing your hands. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. It really is. Well, Brian, uh, we're hitting the 12 o'clock here, so I appreciate you calling right, in. Uh, I appreciate you listening. Yeah, no problem. And, uh, no problem. hey, have a great night. We'll talk to you soon. I'll yeah, see you well, on the 17th, I'll see you guys won't I? on the 17th, man. Yeah, man. All right, man. All right brother. Have, have a good night. Have a good one, guys. Yeah, you too. Later. Take it easy. Later. See you. See you. One of our buddies there joining us. Very nice to hear from him. Um, Dave, we're hitting the closing time here. You got any final remarks? No, i just sorry to make everybody upset. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's always fun. That's why I have you with me. I, I was worried you were pissing Frank off there, but he, I forgot you guys were from the same area. And, yeah, he can handle it, man. Yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't, and I told him, I, I'm not trying to piss him off. I'm bouncing shit off of him, and I knew he could take it. You know, it, what, I, what, I, what I was saying wasn't directed towards him. It was directed towards the status quo. Right, right, exactly. All right, Dave, well, thank you very much, brother, for joining us. Uh, honey, you got any closing thoughts or any ideas or any, any anything? I always have ideas, but I'm not going to go on about that. I'm tired. I love you guys. Good night. Say that in the microphone? Hey, <laughs> so I should I, should I get Fort Loco? I love you guys. Good night. <laughs> Good night. What were you going to say, Dave? I was going to say, should I get more Four Loco for next week? Uh, you might want to send me some. Actually, I hear it tastes like piss, though, so I don't know. No, the one I have, the uh, Fruit Punch, it actually tastes, it's palatable, I should say. It's palatable? It's, it's 12% alcohol, you know, it gets me fucked up, and that's oh, all that matters. Goodness. Yeah, no, i I, I got to stay away from that. I actually need to get uh, some Fiend, because uh, Ben had brought me some Fiend, and I really enjoyed that. Oh, speaking <laughs> of, before, before I close out here, uh, next week we got Jessica Beckwith joining us and then the following week I'll be in Jacksonville and Trucker Mike will be on with me and we'll have Michael Shanner joining us thanks for listening to the first 52 on RazRadioLive.com we'll be back next week to share some more information with you love you guys let's investigate the consequence of a bittersweet loss of sense of weapon in a war against ourselves Setting sun is loading guns Don't be afraid of mistakes Emotions misplaced To love or to hate I don't know what to do We're all lost and confused Just trying to get through in this world Always trying to prove that we're worth What it takes But it takes a long time Dirt to see grace When I'm trying to be real They tend to be fake When I'm risking it all With no time to waste Fuck this bad race I'm leaving this place It's time to blast off Destinations The sunset hung behind us And the universe to blind us From the moon we'll watch the whole world explode Moving free unguided Through the beautiful, the silent With the light show from a passing UFO Lost
changing our weather and destroying our environment? Why in the world are they spraying? They want to create a storm in the southeast, then they'll start engineering out over the North Pacific. That's where the trailies will be. Find out why critics are calling Why in the World Are They Spraying? The most important film that is revolutionizing the environmental movement. Go to whyintheworldarethespraying.com for more information. It's just going to get worse until the point where we're not going to be able to grow anything at all unless it's a Monsanto genetically modified abiotic stress resistant seed. Why in the World Are They Spraying? New international version with languages available from around the world. Go to whyintheworldarethespraying.com for more information. It's all about money, and weather is another form of commoditizing, a way the central command group can commoditize another form of our life. Why in the world are they spraying? And if you control the weather, you're going to control the planet. It's that simple. 